Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or magic being cynical. Muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9 11? My mam's telling me no, but my dad, <laughs> my dad's telling me yes. What does that have to do with muggins and cream? <laughs> it doesn't. I just thought you'd like a song. <laughs> I know you miss my songs. Oh, I was going to do one. What's yours? Guess who's back? <laughs> back again. The one I did in episode five. All right, a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> You're Mugglepedia. It's <laughs> just not Rich Masara. So uh, we're back. Yeah, for those of you that don't listen to the back podcast. again. Muggins <laughs> is back. Telling Drink cream. cream. <laughs> uh, we're a little bit giddy. We haven't seen each other in a long time. It's been about, what, three months? It's been three months. And, um, for the, like, so we, we've just bumped into each other. Literally, yeah. Like We wanted to make sure this podcast was as fresh as possible because we've not seen each other in ages. We didn't want to miss out. If you've not recorded this, I will put a boot through your fucking neck. Oh, yeah, we missed that gold. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've, we've tried to have some conversations over the last five minutes where I've been setting up the podcast equipment, but we keep stopping each other and go save it for the podcast. So right, here we are, go. <laughs> <laughs> we... We're, we're actually, it's, it's actually gone back to Sloss and Humphreys on the road now. We are, we're back on the road, no, we're back, in the, in, back in, the, in Sloss and Humphreys. In the Mediterranean? In, no, we're not. Is, no, we're in the Mediterranean. We're in Australia, we're in Melbourne. Oh, anywhere hot, this Mediterranean. Sorry, Brazil, where are we? <laughs> we're in Melbourne. And, um, yeah, it's good, uh, I've been missing ignoring your jokes on the uh, podcast. Oh yeah, rolling them over. Because when I'm on. with Andrew Stanley, it's yeah. hard to tell when he's telling jokes, so <laughs> I never know when to ignore them. <laughs> he just has, his voice has the rhythm of, hold on, you might have to pause this, because there's... There's Hi, Jean. Ma- there's your mate. Jean's here. <laughs> so we're going to have a spliff break. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, right. We're back. So Jean is here, being Jean and not heard. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, first of all, I want to bring up some stuff that y- you said on the podcast while I was away. I've just little gripes. Uh, first of all, I do have friends. All over the world. Well, fucking your haircut's not your hairdresser's not one of them. <laughs> What's wrong? It's a sworn enemy. Yeah, it's just fluffy. I've just not like like I haven't seen you for three months, but I didn't know you'd be fucking grown in a Kim Jong Un. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fluffy up top. You look like a dictator of North Korea. <laughs> North right in my career. <laughs> didn't work because it sounded too much like career. Yeah, oh, we'll edit that out. Yeah, that's your career. <laughs> To the left. No, no. I'm just trying to save you by being this bad. <laughs> but equally, I mean worse. <laughs> so this is also a perfect example of the differences of lives we've led. It's twelve in the afternoon. You've just just asked for a tea, and Jean's just brought me a cider. Yeah, I'm having a green tea. Because one of us has been fun for the past three months. I've been fun. Have you? Yeah, I've been I've been spotting strangers on the bench press. Have <laughs> <laughs> you even spotting them or helping them? Like, there just he is. Like, <laughs> Who's this cutie? <laughs> Touching his elbows. So yeah, I've just been to paradise. Yeah, that was good. And would and, and I got bit um, by mosquitoes. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, oh, the, the other big news, you mean? <laughs> not, not the mosquito news. Yeah. Um, I got a tan. <laughs> Well, yeah, you're marrying her. <laughs> <laughs> I got a tan as, as a wife. But yeah, my tan's marrying us. Hi. I asked her. <laughs> and she said no. She said no. <laughs> I asked Natalie to marry us and she said no. Straight away. 
To make you laugh? <laughs> it did work. Oh, it would have made me laugh harder if she fully committed to it and left you. Well, then you would have just been sat on a She beach. did let us sob for five minutes. I don't know why she... <laughs> now, so what happened is... Um, so the, the short story is... Uh, I give her the ring and she said no as a joke because mm. as the legend is told mm-hmm. she said no yeah but um, do you want to hear the story of how I proposed not really but tell it uh, they do <laughs> muggles <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, so how did you do it did you cry did she cry cry <laughs> um, no I don't think there's any tears or tears oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so you, I've, I've known about this for like two months I knew yeah. since New York. So I filled you in. Um, one last time before you got married. <laughs> yeah. I was like, one, one for the road. <laughs> um, so I've just spent the last two months basically like trying to get into shape mm-hmm. and trying to buy a ring with cleared funds. Yeah. I didn't want to buy a ring with debt. Yeah. So it was Milo asked us like, in the beginning of 2015. He was like, why haven't you married Natalie yet? It's obvious that you're going to be together forever and ever. IDST. <laughs> 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 and I was like, Milo, why do you talk like a teenage girl's jotter? <laughs> and then he drew a heart around us. <laughs> he just had a note, will you, will you marry Natalie? Yes, no, circle which and pass it back. And I, the, the question was valid. He was like, why do you marry Natalie? And I was like, I've got a bit of a beer gut and I've got debt from living a good life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just made a decision that I was going to get in shape and out of debt and fucking propose to her just so I can get out of ship and then that's again <laughs> just give her the little eye of the storm I think you've just set the bars too high like had you proposed a year ago when you were a fat poor mess like you could have been like look baby only way is up like we've got the future now you've no, just I rock up with a six pack of diamonds <laughs> <laughs> you get used to this shit <laughs> you're like you're like every iPhone you've got like planned obsolete <laughs> like this is it's brand new and it's improved but it's only going to be this for fucking six months then I'm just stuck going to run really slowly I uh, the new iPhone 6 <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start running slowly because me big fat gut <laughs> more of a waddle so um, you proposed to her in a so like I, I was just a proper fucking square for two months uh, getting my head down going home early eating my greens right. and, uh, and then we'll get to Thailand and I, had, I didn't set anything up for the proposal because like I didn't like she was getting there before me mm-hmm. I didn't get to scope the place out I just thought I'm going to put the ring in my pocket and uh, wait for me a moment <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed this Daniel but I wear very tight shorts these days <laughs> She just thinks you've got like a Prince Albert piercing. It's like, oh, uh, Kai had fun with Stanley and fun part. He's got a pierced dick now. So I put this fucking, uh, like, so the start. Is the, the ring in a box? The ring's in a box. Not right? now, no. Well, it's not now. It's uh, on her finger. Unless she's doing the school run. And <laughs> <laughs> just trying to pick up a dill. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I fucking, the resort was amazing. Like, mm. the resort was fucking incredible. I was, like, it's you're not worried what happens in Thailand stays in Thailand. Well, we're, <laughs> we're not married anymore. <laughs> no. We're not engaged anymore. So, I, I tried to set up, like, the perfect day where I was just like, oh, look, you can get, like, this couple's fucking massage treatment thing where it's, like, two and a half hours and it's jet lag therapy or whatever where you get fucking uh, exfoliate and scrub and a massage and a hand job. Well, like, would it not be awkward for her watching you get tossed off? <laughs> just making eye contact with her or getting jacked off fucking William Marius. <laughs> 
So she uh, checked the price of the um, the massage because right. it's on the the luxury resort, and she was like, "Oh, it's too expensive." And I'm just like, "Ah, forget about money. We've got we've got a little bit tucked away. Why don't we just enjoy ourselves and have a good day?" She's like, "Oh, why don't we just wait and get one in Patong where it's like way cheaper?" And I was just like, "Cause I'm gonna propose to you tonight." <laughs> She's a fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the cup of tea, Jean. Will you marry us too? I want to roll. <laughs> <laughs> and they're coming back with her ream. <laughs> Been on the road for fucking three months. Just come back. Right, so um, you got a cup of tea in every port. <laughs> pretty milky cup of tea, isn't it? Is it? I don't drink. <laughs> does look quite milky. You spread the tea bag between six of us. There's only three we're here. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I was texting at Natalie, so she's told me basically. Snitch. <laughs> I just was like, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> like, are you double sure? Uh, and she was told me that basically she ruined every single proposal attempt she had. Yeah, so this is the first one, right? So the first ones I tried to set up that we'll have a massage because we've been fucking travelling all day. And she, proper legend as well, she went straight from a session to the flight. Like, got, in a, got in an Uber straight from being on it yeah. to get the flight through. So it was like, the, I arrived late that night, so the next day I thought if she has a, a spa day, that'll put her in good, st- mm-hmm. in good stead for yeah. a proposal. Try and butter her up with someone else's hands. <laughs> but, and literally butter her up. <laughs> hey, could, could you butter her up for us? I'll give you a few quid. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, all right, man. <laughs> so, I, can't, I can't be asked. <laughs> I want to spend the rest of my life with her, but not marrying her, not massaging her even. Uh, so, so she fucking put the kibosh on the idea of a massage. Oh, right. didn't it? N- nip that in the bud. She was like, nah. And then, um, so I, later on that night, we'll get ready. I put on all my new threads. <laughs> looking slick as fuck. Looking fly as a motherfucker. Right? <laughs> I put the I put the ring in my pocket, and I just I don't know why, but it just felt like impossible to keep away from the ring pocket. It was just like <laughs> she was like a fucking magpie; she could just sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get to the beach where the tables are, and there's these tables like actually on the beach. So there's, there's the tables at the restaurant and the outdoor, which is on the grass by the beach by the sea, because that's how the beach works. <laughs> And then on yeah, the beach. If there's not a sea by the beach, it's a desert, you're lost. That's yeah. how that works. Yeah, so we had a meal in the desert. <laughs> Where's she <just> from? <laughs> so when we're walking up, I see these like kind of four poster bed tables. Mm. Like, you know, with a can- can- canopy vis? Canvas canopy? Canopy. Cannabis. Cannabis. Right, I was high. So I'm trying to tell you. So uh, there's these like fucking luxury tables, these romantic tables, and they've got like fucking lanterns hanging off them and shit, right? And I was just like, they're the tits, let's get one of them, right? So I was, she was, Natalie was like, oh, you'll have to book them in advance. I was just like, but there's some available. Mm. So let's just see if we can book them in advance for now. <laughs> so I went up and asked, and I was like, can we get one of them? And she was like, you need to book in advance. I was like, hey, how about I book one now for now? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, let's go see my boss. And I just really wanted to pause time and just like show the ring <laughs> and then she come back and just goes no nah, you can't get on and then, oh, but while she's away Natalie's just trying to like cuddle up like just cuddle us like hold, hold me but I've got this big bulge sticking into her so I was trying to like put that in front of the ring box <laughs> <laughs> so so while she's trying to cuddle into us and while the woman's off trying to see if we can get these romantic tables, that Natalie's trying to talk me out of. She's like, oh, no, it doesn't matter about the romantic tables. They're probably a bit more expensive and you have to book them in advance. And I'm just like, trying to propose to you, you cunt. 
<laughs> so she, to stop her from cuddling into us, I sat down at the nearest you, you, table. You just went, eh, no. Yeah. Uh, girl germs. <laughs> oh, cookies. So I sat down at the nearest table, which mm. was just set for... On uh, the ring? Uh, on, uh? on the ring. Is no, it in your back pocket or your front pocket? Front right. pocket? So I sat down on the... I sat down at the table and she started bollocking us for sitting down and you've got to wait to be seated you can't just sit down anyway I'm like I'm trying to hide the ring from you <laughs> so anyway the wife comes back and went nah you can't have that get the cheap seats get the cheap seats for a big day like, oh, I've come this far I'm on a beach in Thailand they're having a better time on their birthday <laughs> Not even a couple, just two mates. I also like how you called her the wife. She's not the one you're about to propose to. She's the wife. Yeah, I, like the wife comes back, and I'm like, no, the wife was the one that sat across from you. Daft can propose to the wrong one. <laughs> so we ended up getting seated where I was sat, and um, and then we're on about which wine we want. We got the wine list, and Natalie's favourite wine is Pinot Noir, mm-hmm. and Natalie's favourite uh, wine is from. New Zealand, right? And the most expensive wine on the wine list was a Pinot Noir from New Zealand. Perfect. I think it's fucking perfect. Let's right. get that. She's like, oh, "Have you seen the price? Like five thousand baht? It's like what, like eighty quid, hundred quid, or something? Mm. Yeah, expensive for wine, right? Especially when you're from Blythe. But not expensive for wine when you're about to propose. So you're like, you know oh, we'll just uh, pull out the stops." <laughs> So fucking, she ended up like going right down the list and getting book fast. <laughs> <laughs> Then the fucking bloke comes along, pours me a little slot. It's fucking tarbash in it. I have a little swill of it. I'm like, oh, that's kind of strong. I mean, what the fuck's that noise? So wait, you didn't get the Pinot Noir? No, I couldn't, I couldn't persuade her to get it. I just wanted to scream in her face. I would have proposed to you. There we are. We're fucking... Whatever it was, right, Bina? <laughs> Alcoholic, right, Bina? <laughs> Rubina without, I uh, just a shot of fucking Bailey's in it. It's curdling. And then, uh, so I, I taste the wine, and it tastes pretty, pretty, pretty rank, right? And then pour some, pour some for Natalie, pour some for me. Pour some then, for your homies. And then pour some for ODB. Oh, dead bastard. Oh, baby, I like a raw. And then, um, <laughs> and then Natalie tastes the wine, and that's not a Pinot Noir. So I, I, they brought the wrong one because we'd ordered a Pinot Noir from down the list, right? Oh, the cheaper one. But they brought like a, what's the one beginning with M? That's not a Merlot. Malbec. Malbec brought a Malbec, right? It's Natalie noticed that. Obviously didn't because I I tasted it. Just went, yeah, sure. That tastes, <laughs> tastes cheap. <laughs> like you wanted. <laughs> they ordered the wrong wine. Still. So did you send it back? No, because I fucking looked at the bottle and aye. <laughs> that looks like wine. I'll have one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, pause the wine. And then, after I would finish my mains, the, like, there was still people, like, loads of people around her, and I know Natalie's quite private. She wouldn't, like, uh, a public proposal. She wouldn't, like, a public proposal. Oh, she doesn't want anyone to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, she wants people to tell people, oh, I'm engaged, and they'll go to who? And she's like, oh, I was out in Thailand. <laughs> oh, just this, this guy, a Geordie lad. Uh, What's he look like? Comedi- oh, I'd, I'd, comedian in that? <laughs> oh, Ross uh, Noble. Good partner, good partner. Oh, sure, I. You should listen to his podcast and watch any of his videos. <laughs> I want you to hear why I'm in love with them, not see it. So uh, we fucking have this lovely meal, and I just thought, like, we're um, all a dessert, even though we're quite full, because we had starters. No. Do, do we had a... Do, <laughs> we got uh, share our platters, for, but one each. 
<laughs> let's, let's do what we're going to do for the rest of our life. I just Share things individually. I just wanted the ring to fit. <laughs> you got it one size too big. You just, just got a funny story as well. You, like you put out the ring is too big, and you just keep trying to slam her ha- her hand in doors <laughs> so you get some swelling so it finally fits. Ali, what are you allergic to? Can you bring that bee over here, please, sir? <laughs> funny story. Oh, about yeah. how, how we got the size of the ring. Yeah. So measured your arsehole. So when <laughs> I now, now it fits on our wrist. <laughs> I got a wedding bracelet by accident. I can't clip. So uh, the guy uh, says, "Have you got any photos of our hands?" And <laughs> you're him, like, "Yeah, I'm a pervert." Let us know what height she is. I don't know Natalie's height. Huh. Can't even go to ballpark. <laughs> it's, she's probably about 5'6". Five, 5'4"? Five, nah, 5'6". And her, so breast, anyway, her breast side's probably uh, about, so I'm going to guess, 32 double C's. Can you get double C? Hi. Jane, uh, you can get double C tits, can't you? You can get double C tits, can't no, you? No, not you, yeah. personally. Oh, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're, women, we're, women can get them. We're not, we're not trying to get your fucking boob job. <laughs> Oh, on that kit. All right. Well, she's got two. Of them. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I meant that she's got two of them. D, I think. I meant she's got two C's. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not but just one in the middle. I think it's D. Is it a D? Maybe C. I don't know. I should know this, shouldn't I? No. Well, I don't pay attention. <laughs> I'm always looking into her eyes. I'm looking at her big brown eyes. Never not buying her big brown. Never buying her bras. You've never bought her bras, no? I don't think so. I don't think you can buy a girl. I bought her underwear before that she's never worn. What kind of, why did she not warn it? Men's Kevin Klein's went <laughs> She got it to me, champion. Um, no, I bought all these uh, candy cane stockings for Christmas. Like, uh, Wait, were, made like, out of candy cane? No, like um, white, <laughs> oh, right. red, red and white stripes. Oh, like, when you look, say candy like, I thought you meant like it was a fucking cast. Like red and white like stripes. It's like just a like candy like a cane. Sugar. I'll put my brown sugar on that candy cane. <laughs> <laughs> why is your sugar brown? She didn't even wear it. She's my brown sugar. Oh, right. I thought, I thought your jizz was the wrong colour. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I put my white sugar in. So, uh, right, we've got fucking two stories on here. We've got, uh, well, we've paused the story of everything uh, going wrong for my setting up at the proposal. Yeah. But uh, buying the ring, uh, the guy asked for some photos, right? But luckily, I've got a bunch of photos of her on my iPad because I made a little montage of photos of her to music for her birthday. Oh. To, I want to be with you everywhere by Fleetwood Mac. Right. The photos change as it goes. Mm-hmm. Beautiful video. Yeah. So I've got all these photos of her, and then um, he looks at the picture of her next to the picture of me. Wait, so you're just showing him this romantic video you made your part? The pictures that I used to make the video? We didn't show him the video. No, no, just the ingredients. <laughs> That's, I was, I'm so glad you weren't just there being like, this next pic's good. <laughs> this is about to kick in. I want to be So I show him this picture of me and her next to each other, and he goes, she's about 5'8", and I'm like, sure. I'm about 5'11", 6 foot. She looks like she's 5'8". She's, fi- she's about 5'8", give or take an inch. Aye, she does. She's wearing heels, wasn't she? <laughs> Fucking, I, I'm just like, yeah, aye, 5'8". She's like 5'4", 5'5", five, 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 I don't know. She did tell us the other day, I forget already. So, gets a picture of her hand, and he's trying to work out by the like shape of her hand and the height, like what size should be. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. I've got a photo of her hand next to my hand, so you can measure... My finger, hmm. and then like uh, work out the proportion. Yeah. So the photo that I had with my hand next to her hand was when I first started going out with her, and you called her fat. 
No, I called her Fatly. You call her Fatly? And she's not fat. Fatly laying in Kai Plumfries. <laughs> yeah, the reason it was because that was when you were Kai Plumfries. And also, she's not fat, but fat rhymes with nat. So I'm a comedian, two and two, make well, an insult. She barely met you at the time. Yeah. And um, she was a little bit perturbed. Oh, I wish I, she, was, she, oh, she was after my man. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> she's, guy. she's coming into my home, <laughs> eating my bread. <laughs> So me and her in the airport on the way to Amsterdam sent a uh, selfie of us flipping you the bird. Yeah. Both of us were middle fingers up. And uh, I had to show this really posh chulas. I like to really reach that with chulas as well. Got a really uh, top top class one in Adelaide. Yeah. And uh, showed this fucking chula picture of me and her flipping the bird. And I, these two chaps. <laughs> They're in love. <laughs> so yeah, that was funny. And then you made the ring. No, I made the ring. You did? I went in, I put an apron on. Leather apron. <laughs> oh, I was I was failing, I was bending, I was hammering, I was heating it up. So how do you, how do, how do you, like, what, because what, you didn't make the whole ring. There must have been one point they were like, that's a triangle, you daft fuck. Well, he gives a gold bullion. <laughs> like a gold bar thing. Right. That was going to be the ring. And he gives this white gold, like, little ingot thing that was going to be the, the clasp that holds the diamond. Mm. For the claws that holds the diamond. And then, um... It was like the generation game, where he made one and then he made me go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I would do, we had to like flatten it using this machine. Yeah. Rewind it and then like flatten it again. So instead of like flattening it all at once, you do like little twists. <laughs> and then I think we put it through this bendy machine. <laughs> Is that the official name of it? Yeah. Oh, the bendy machine three thousand. Way better than the bendy machine. We sawed a little bit off to make it fit it to size and failed it. Yeah. And then we're... Be- oh, I can't even remember now. I've got the photos. <laughs> Fortunately, you won't have to do it again. Like, that was the thing. Why are you learning how to do it as if it's going to become like, oh, I'll need this for the future. Next one. I've got a, what do you call an apprenticeship? <laughs> what's G-Levels? GMVQ? GMVQ jeweler now. <laughs> what's G-Levels? GMVQ. What's GMVQ? It's like... Um, it's like, you know, when you do A-levels, it's a GNVQ, not when you do it like with a bit of an apprenticeship where you're doing like hands-on labour as well as learning. What the fuck would I know about labour? Or learning. <laughs> mm. So you made so the ring? I made the ring. Big diamond? Pick Did you pick the diamond? diamond? Yes. How? Um, Make sure it was a blood one. So what happens is you, like, you're in a budget for what diamond you want, yeah. and then you'll get like a selection of diamonds, and there'll be like a colour... <laughs> so muggly <laughs> It really is I can't wait to hear my muggle corners for this week Oh shit, you wrote some? Aye, I know the dad oh, jokes I've Actually I've made some notes in muggle corners but I've got no dad jokes Oh but we can pause and let you do some dad jokes So um The diamond's got like three qualities to it One's the size, one's the colour And one's the clarity mm-hmm. So if you go big And you're in the same budget You go bigger, you're going to lose some of the clarity Or you're going to lose some of the colour so if I go in and go, my budget's this, and give them a low number, but I want a carrot, <laughs> I'm going to end up with this fucking yellow scratch motherfucker. <laughs> so, so you've just got to like have, like have a bit of compromise. If you go smaller, it's going to be clearer and whiter. If you go bigger, it's going to... It's just going gonna, gonna, like, to look a bit shitty. So yeah, I'd, um, I got, well, I got half a carrot, slightly, um, slightly impaired, which means you can see imperfections under a microscope, but not... Oh, just like her. Yeah, visually impaired. <laughs> slightly impaired, you can see it. Slightly impaired. Fucking, should see the thickness of my contact lenses. It doesn't even matter. Just give a shot of glass. 
Just give me anything. I've got a pebble in my shoe, just kick that out of the ring. Show all our mates, look how beautiful it is. <laughs> just playing as a band, I mean, look at us. <laughs> right, so, um, and I got it uh, pretty much as white as you can get, second whitest. <laughs> Because I was being ironic. <laughs> so you made the ring. You sat at the table. So I'm going to sat at the you, table. You got your little shit in your pocket. Ringing the other. This joke will never get old. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to say it even though we're full because I'm waiting for people to leave. Yeah. Right. Finish with dessert. We're both there. Which I have. I've got a button undone. <laughs> I had coconut ice cream and she had uh, sticky rice. <laughs> Mango rice. Huh? Mango sticky rice. Yeah, that sounds about right, sure. <laughs> so there we are, food all over our front. Got the wrong way. I'm waiting for the people to leave around work as they finished ages ago, but we stuffed our face. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> challenge, challenge accepted, motherfuckers. <laughs> it was man versus food. <laughs> So they're getting up to leave and just then Natalie fucking knocks over a glass of wine, boom, everywhere. I'm like, glad it's the cheap stuff. <laughs> so she spills all the cheap wine at, the, cheap at wine. your second choice restaurant with her second cho- second choice bottle of wine with her second choice husband, right. <laughs> fiance. So, <laughs> so I picks up the napkin. Yeah. To mop up the wine that she just spilled. Yeah. It's just like, no, 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 don't use that, because they'll have to throw it out. Fucking <laughs> 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 napkin! It's so purposes for mopping up spillages. You put that there in case I spill anything. Yeah. What was you hoping you to just suck it up off the table? I'll just leave it there. <laughs> I don't know, so I'm just there, like, uh, and I, I ended up, like, because she was worked in, is, what's it, not hospitality? Is it hospitality? She don't know your fiance's job. She worked in yeah. waiters. In the past, and she was like, "All oh, ruined. Like if it's just a little spillage and dab, like some food off your mouth, they'll put it through the wash. But every now and again, that'll happen, and they'll be ruined." I'm just like, "Oh, well, I'm not going to propose to you a fucking spillage on mm. cheap skin." That <laughs> 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 fucking mopped it up this whole time. When she's like, "So she's she's uh, said it, she didn't want to spend too much money on the massage on the upgrade of the table." Now she's trying to save fucking ten pence for like, <laughs> half a bat. <laughs> I'm like, I wish you were there when I was buying the ring. <laughs> She's there scrimping and everything, and every second you're just falling more and more in love with her. Be like, this wedding's gonna be cheap as shit. Oh, I'm, like, I'm like, my life is about to get economic. <laughs> so, uh, it is actually a good, a good sign of. Things to come. Like, no, she's really willing to go for the cheapest, lowest grade shit. Oh, but the fact that we're in like a five star resort in Thailand, already getting as far as you could get to the to luxury. Yeah, and to, she, just, she, to just like leave the finesse touches out right at the very end. Um, so I mopped up, and then uh, I bought a diversion jewelry. So when I got there, because I thought like I just bought her a really nice gift. In an engagement ring, but I couldn't give her that right away because I'm not just going to get off the flight stink with B.O. and just like, oh, there, put that on your finger. <laughs> you mug. <laughs> Lucky cunt. <laughs> I think I've called Natalie a cunt so many times, so many times on this podcast that I'm not engaged anymore. <laughs> I don't mean to be I really love you. <laughs> That's him talking to me, Natalie. <laughs> I didn't realise the mic was still on, actually. Awkward, I thought I'd paused it. So we could kiss. 
Chink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, for those of you that can't see the podcast, which is all, all of you. Except me. Chink <laughs> <laughs> just bought me another cider. Well, you, uh, yeah, I mean, I will drink it. What time is it? Because my watch is wrong. My Who cares? It's about half twelve, I reckon. Yeah, on a Tuesday, All Wednesday. Right. On a, yeah, on a yeah, on a Tuesday. Oh, wait and see, I and we'll go for some lunch after this, and then that's what we'll do. We'll go for some lunch after we do a bit of catch up, and then we can do the rest of the podcast after lunch because I'll give you time to write your dad jokes and stuff. Oh, cool! I'm glad you told them that. Uh, well, we can, like, <laughs> a little bit of admin. <laughs> You're the one that was asking the fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you got bored during your own fucking proposal story, fucking yawning halfway through the most magical moment of your life. Allegedly, oh, am I nearly done? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I mopped up the wine. Aye. Waited for everyone to leave, and then I gave it an extra five minutes, hoping that someone would come along and clear up my dishes. <laughs> I didn't think dishes were a very good romantic setting, mm. but no one came and cleared the dishes. Conversation dried up. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing more to say to you. Do you want to spend the rest of your life with me? <laughs> I bought a diversion gift, right? I bought uh, this necklace and bracelet. So it was fucking really nice. Uh, like and to the point a that a bracelet that, w- that was measured off the size of your arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and uh, the, the the necklace and bracelet set was so nice that she didn't believe that I'd picked them myself. Oh, really? Yeah, she thought I didn't listen to Jimmy. Oh, I thought she, was, she thought you were having an affair. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, just, I stole them from a one night stand. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what an insult that is to Jimmy. Jimmy uh, actually helped us pick the ring. Did he? Yeah. Chose the materials. <laughs> showed us where the showed us where the factory was. <laughs> Clocked me in. <laughs> Made you practice proposing on him. Now can't you do it one more time? Genuine tears in his eyes. Because <laughs> he'll never have that moment. <laughs> so uh, did, that was did, a diversion because you've, you've distracted her with I, other shiny things. I had like come along and just go, hey, I got your present because then if I. It would be like I feel like even though you're not expected to buy a present when you go on holiday with your partner, I've been away for fucking nine weeks. It's like right. a nice thing to do is bring her a gift. Right. So it would have been. You, you've not seen her for ages, and sex isn't going to make up for it. So you've got to do something. Right. So I bought her a pearl necklace. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't pearls. Does this people wear pearl necklaces these days? I don't know why I'm looking at Jean. People wear pearl necklaces. I don't oh, know. No. It's not a pearl necklace. It was a nice glass. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was my glass. And you, glass you, and metal. you just you actually did. St- you actually I got did. it from a break. I said, I think it was a fan belt. <laughs> you got one and you just stole it from Nick Cody and it just says Crusher on it. It's <laughs> a Crusher necklace. So uh, I went, I've bought you, I bought you another gift. And then she went, Have you? I went, Yep. <laughs> and then I got the box out of my pocket and handed it away because I had a box. I was like, Oh my god. Wait, you didn't get down on one knee? <laughs> no. Doesn't count. You didn't get down on one knee. I got up on two tiptoes. <laughs> to kiss her. I, I got up on the yellow pages. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> it's a mistletoe. <laughs> Wrong tradition. I didn't get down on one knee. You didn't get down on one knee. I just think there's something like, uh, well, my marriage is like an equal relationship, isn't it? You're getting into a partnership, not a fucking, oh, please. <laughs> yeah, that didn't say get down on two knees. I wasn't saying you were groveling. Why do I have to crawl up to her though? 
<laughs> no, no, you do. You don't start like far away on one knee and then like crawl to. Have you done lunges? I've got <laughs> sore quads. That's rest day. <laughs> fucking rest day. I'm not gonna lunge on a rest day. It sounds like you skipped leg day on your fucking <laughs> engagement. So uh, she you just sta- threw it across the table like you were splitting a bell. There <laughs> you go, you mug. So I put the box in the hand and she opened it and it like. So what did I say? I can't. None of us can remember what I said. None of us, both of you. Me here. I bet, I bet you now wish you had waited till all those people. people Excuse me. Did I say something nice there? I did. Ah, good, Grant. Because I had the moral dilemma, the intellectual dilemma. If I wouldn't say, "Would you marry me?" Because I'm a Geordie, I would say, "Would you marry us?" And you kind of be like, "Oh, would you marry us?" Like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, man, what do you marry us? That way. Oh, yeah, man. So I couldn't say, would you marry me? Because I sound like I'm fucking doing elocution lessons. No. And I couldn't say, would you marry us? Because I sound like a chav. So I was like... Go on, then. What do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> and then just stood up and showed her, and then just showed her what you got. What do you reckon of this? You want to keep it forever? <laughs> This dick. <laughs> you want to keep putting this in and out of your mouth? <laughs> Still deaf to his boss. Even sometime after. Dirty. He <laughs> <laughs> just said no. It <laughs> just still technically hasn't said yes. She said she was joking when she said no. <laughs> she didn't say the words yeah. I don't think you're engaged. You didn't get down on one I knee. Think I've been robbed. <laughs> She's just flown back to Scotland with jewellery, a, a ring that you made, a fucking necklace and a bracelet. She never said yes at any point. She bought me a pair of goggles. Is <laughs> <laughs> in your so eyes when I went swimming in the morning? <laughs> Think I've been ripped off. That's, um, so... You know, carrying that ring, right? Like, from the minute I get it, to going back to the accommodation in Adelaide, to going to the gig and leaving it in the apartment, and just the constant worry mm. of it being in my possession and not wanting to lose it and travelling with it. Man, I queued like a muggle f- for the flight because I didn't want to have my bag miles away from where I was. Oh, really? That's oh, my God. She's said. made you a muggle. She fucking... Mate, I have been muggle every step of the way on this. There's no way to get married without being a muggle. Fuck it, yeah. It's a muggle institution. Fucking yeah! I can't believe you queued. That was the f- that was the first ever Muggle corner. I put it in, <laughs> oh. but I wanted to be near my bag because I didn't want to lose the ring. Slept with one eye open, with the ring keeping it open. <laughs> <laughs> <You're a matchstick>. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I like so I carried that round right like for three days. It was the, it was a couple of days before. You I didn't just leave it in the hotel. Full travel day. Oh no, well, sorry, the traveling right. So the full travel day. Uh, it's in the accommodation. So like I'm fucking double checking the doors are locked as I leave. Uh, fucking everything. Like constantly worried about this possession that I have. Right, and then when I hand it to her, I was like, thank God for that. At least I don't have to carry that round for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 that would be a treacherous existence. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so... And, uh, do you want to hear something else ugly that I did? Do you, oh, of course. I asked that dad. <laughs> <laughs> I, so obviously the... Tr- <laughs> Gene's going to cry. What a fucking muggle. 
Gene, you would bawl if you heard the letter. Oh, do you have the letter? Yeah, because you had to, e- had to email. Not like an email. Do you have it? Where's my phone? Hold on, well, go, I'll go find yeah. your phone. Because I've never understood... I would never, ever ask uh, the permission Well, that's what I am. That- mainly because... Like my so my mum has got two sisters and both of my uncles went to my granddad and was like, "Mean world, mate, if you would give me your blessing to my daughter." And my dad didn't. And I was asked my dad why, and he's like, "Cause it's not fucking up to him." <laughs> like I love this woman. Like I'm marrying your daughter. Get fucking used to it or get fucked. It's it's kind of a formality though, isn't it? Oh well, yeah, but she's not property. It's like you can't be like, look, I, I I liked it last. It's like you know when I go to order a coffee, right? I'll say, can I have an americano, please? I don't say, give us that now. <laughs> Point of the coffee. <laughs> yeah, but if, look, if you've if you've had the coffee for ages, you know, <laughs> like like he he made the coffee like ages ago, but he's not drinking it, and he's let you hold the coffee for ages, and you've been allowed to sip it for a while. If he was then to be, by the just the last sip, you go. Oh, can I finish this? She's like, yeah, I don't want it anymore, clearly. <laughs> well, I felt the... Because he's, he's quite old school. He's traditional. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure he probably I swears, love it. right? I love how you're sitting there being like, you're trying to give me a hard time saying, oh, it's tradition. You fucking emailed the can. <laughs> like, what are you That's doing? what they've done since the Romans. <laughs> you probably put fucking emojis in it. <laughs> can, I, can I please marry your daughter? Crying face, crying face. Right, so um, yeah, because like I wouldn't, I wouldn't swear in front of Natalie's dad. I don't mm. know, like he's, I'm sure he swears. Mm. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know, but I just feel like he's a proper, like old school gentleman. Mm-hmm. So I thought like uh, he's got one daughter, and it would probably be nice for him to receive the letter asking for his daughter's hand in marriage. But you couldn't do a letter because your handwriting shit. So you emailed him. So um, I sent him a bebo. <laughs> <laughs> I put him in my top 16 friends on MySpace. <laughs> oh, are you getting comfortable to hear oh, this? I cannot. You just oh. a stretch. Uh, I did, yeah, because I've, I've, I know about the letter because you told me about it and I obviously wrenched shit on our WhatsApp group about the whole thing, but I've not heard the letter. Also, is this not, before we go into this, is this not a massive breach of private? Will Natalie be pissed off that you're about to read the letter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because this is a really private letter. I'm just. Uh, oh, just give me the. Heart. I'm just like I'm. I'm, sh- I'm sure that uh, he doesn't listen to me podcast. <laughs> and if he does, he gets my sense of humour and understands no. I'm really candid and frank about everything. No, but you're still not going to swear in front of him. Dear Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even call him Robert. I was being mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bobby. See your daughter. He's it. Two dad? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Will you adopt me? <laughs> well, I don't, can I ask what was the subject title? <laughs> like, <laughs> what was the subject? FWD. Call on. <laughs> you should write this. <laughs> From Jimmy McGee. <laughs> and it's all on a quote level. <laughs> it's purple on the quote level. <laughs> Dear Bobby, greetings from Adelaide. 
I'm having a fantastic time here performing in the sunshine. Didn't ask. <laughs> You've just interrupted his day. <laughs> like, surely you. I'm also going straight in with a lie. I'm having a fantastic time here performing in the sunshine at night in a room. <laughs> Although I must say I am missing home. I don't even have a home. <laughs> Honestly though, I mean every word of everything I say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a bunch of privacy. Totally <laughs> is. You don't have to read it. Nobody's making you. I can hear them screaming at the podcast right now. I didn't read it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fair. Greetings from Adelaide. I'm having a fantastic time here performing in the sunshine. Although I must say I'm missing home. I hope all is very well back in Scotland. <laughs> I'm writing to you today to ask for your permission to ask Natalie to marry me. Oh, by the way, the subject was a question about a question. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's sweet. I'll give you that one. I'm writing you today to ask for your permission to ask Natalie to marry me. As you know, Natalie and I are flying to Thailand next week, and it feels like the perfect time and setting to ask her. I have chosen a beautiful diamond, which I know she will adore, and the jeweler is now waiting on my clearance to mount it and make her engagement <laughs> ring. I better make it myself. Natalie is the single most wonderful person that has ever walked into my life. Rude. We- <laughs> <laughs> I bet you knew I was never going to hear this. <laughs> I, wouldn't have- <laughs> I wouldn't have Bobby felt equally as dejected. <laughs> oh, oh, no, oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, you like me? <laughs> You're genuinely good. Oh, I'm pissed off. Natalie <laughs> is the single most wonderful person to have ever walked into my I life. Got you Daniel, th- you ran into my life. <laughs> <laughs> you barged through that door. <laughs> gave you the money to pay for the fucking ring. <laughs> <coughs> She's the single most wonderful person. I mean, wonderful, no, yeah, I'll give you that one. To have ever walked into my life. We make each other so unbelievably happy. Drag Dettle. I want <laughs> right. Tell me which one of these sentences you're talking about, Natalie, that doesn't re- apply to me. Okay, let's do this again. Dear Leslie, <laughs> greetings from Adelaide. <laughs> this is your mum. Dear Leslie, greetings from Adelaide. I'm having a fantastic time here performing the sunshine. Although I must say, I'm missing home. I hope all is well back in Scotland. This is still to Leslie. I'm writing to you today to ask for your permission to ask Natalie to marry me. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> right, yeah, so it breaks at that point. Um, we make each other so unbelievably happy. I want us to commit to keeping this arrangement going forever. Right, same. It would be an absolute honour to spend my days ensuring she has the best possible experience in all of her endeavours and supporting her through everything that life may throw her way. Right, which is what we've done for the last eight years. <laughs> I have known for a long time now that Natalie is the woman I'd like to spend the rest of my life with. All right, fair one, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> the decision to wait until now has also been down to me finding myself on a new career path. The risks I have taken professionally are now paying off and giving me stability, security in the direction that my businesses need to thrive. A great deal of this has come from Natalie's belief in me, which constantly drives me forward. All right, but then again, she also believes in star size, so what does she know? <laughs> She believes in the little mermaid. <laughs> I feel confident that offering her marriage would now be the offer of a true partnership. I'm very lucky that she appears to love and accept me regardless of however my career may have worked out, but I held out to offer her what she deserves rather than what she would accept. If it helps with my sales pitch, <laughs> <laughs> no. I feel I could make excellent contributions to many a Christmas jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> I couldn't 
think of a better possible future than joining such a wonderful family as yours. So, Mr. Ling, please may I have yours and Mrs. Ling's permission and blessing to ask for your daughter's hand in marriage. I wait with eager anticipation for your response. Yours sincerely, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> You're sincerely, Kai. Please, TB. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like that, Gene? Is it a good message? What did he say? Oh, yeah, what did he reply? He said, no, just so Danny would laugh. <laughs> and then said he was joking, but never really said yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. He said it was great timing because Celtic had just equalised, uh, Rangers had just equalised against Celtic. He's a Rangers fan. <laughs> and he was like, he was positively buoyant because of the result. <laughs> So if they'd lost, you would have been single. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> oh, well. Um, so I was thinking uh, what I could have wrote. Mm-hmm. To whom it may concern. <laughs> <laughs> to Sir oh, Madam. <laughs> um, I want to marry your daughter, and I know she said she'll say yes because she is. I've seen her agree to some unthinkable things. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you, mate. This is the lowest thing she's agreed to. Like, dear sir, I feel like I feel like I can unravel some of the damage you have done. <laughs> and you can say there's no damage, but she's been fucking me for seven years. So clearly, you did something wrong, and I'm not phoning the police. So how about we agree? <laughs> I know her like the back of my hand when I push it down on the top of her head. <laughs> I know her like she knows the back of my hand. (laughs) (laughs) P.S. Could you tell me her name? I feel like I've known her too long now to ask. (laughs) (laughs) I just know her as Sugar Plum from when we met at Spearmint Spearmint Rhino. (laughs) Well, congratulations. Thanks. So I have got a dad's permission and his. No. Everyone's just everyone's like, I do what you want. <laughs> Free rain, here's the keys to the city. <laughs> I'm just on a roll. He's going around and asking people about stuff. <laughs> you fucking get out if you didn't ask. <laughs> Shy bands. <coughs> so now we're gonna get married. Oh, um, I well I've done things too. Um, what have you been up to? I went to a Sex hotel? You, you take your eyes off us for two minutes. <laughs> you went to a sex hotel? I went to that sex. Is that where we are now? Aye. I thought that was a washing machine. <laughs> I'm just charging up Jean's vibrator. That's the petrol jenny. The petrol generator on Jean's dildo. <laughs> you see, I can't tell if you're shaking your head or you've got it in. <laughs> I do feel so bad for Jean because we've had... Uh, we went to a wedding uh, a couple of weeks ago in Pirate Bay, which was absolutely... You've been uh, to two weddings since I've seen you? Oh yeah, I went to Cody's and uh, thingy. Yeah, that's, why I, that's why I proposed, just so I get a chance to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking it's it's the wedding left right centre. It's the only place I'll show face. Uh, we've had a lovely, like, because uh, we were in Byron Bay together, and then we were in Brisbane for a bit, and then I went off and did uh, Tasmania, and we've been here for the past three days in this very small apartment where we awkwardly had to pretend to be a couple when we came in because it was only meant to be booked for me and then she got the job at the festival. So to save her having to look for fucking expensive accommodation turned up. The guy's like, it's a single bed. And we're like, oh, that's fine. We have sex all the time. Oh, we'll have each other. This is my boo. 
Single bed? Yeah, well, no, it's so a, double. It's a double, yeah. yeah well, a, a single room. A single yeah. room. And I've been, we've been dead nice to each other for the past three weeks, and now you've turned up. She's getting marked for the next month. Three in a bed, and the little one said, move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, right, shall we pause this, go get some lunch, and then come back? Shall we celebrate? All right, let's go celebrate. Let's go, but yeah, let's go get you a bit tiddly. Right then. Let's, let's go get you a wee tiddly. Right, everyone wait there. <laughs> when I say muggins, you say cream. You have to say muggins. Cream. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, uh, we're drunk. No, oh, we are. <laughs> we went for lunch. And went, what did we get? It was like we, some fucking Greek answer to a mojito. What, the kebab? <laughs> yeah, I was like, Greek mojito, please. He just bought his chicken on a stick. We went out to the Greek Centre in Melbourne, which is uh, the, the venue that Gene is working in. Uh, this festival, there's a really good rooftop bar. And then we ordered a cocktail for three, and it came out in like a little, like a, in fact, a big fucking jam jar. And then we poured that in. And then we're like, can we get another one of those? And they clearly saw how fast we drank and brought out the largest martini glass. It was a fucking super martini glass. Oh, like I felt like I'd shrunk. Yeah, and just put five straws in it, even though there was only three of us. Because I reckon they were like, God, I hope these pricks have some friends that are <laughs> arriving. Because if they drink this all by themselves, that we might be. have a problem. So, so Melbourne, Melbourne has started. We're off the blocks. Nine. Got uh, tonight as well. Yeah, we do. Almost, yeah. No. We've, got a, we've got a podcast to record as well. We don't want to be too drunk for that. No, no. Got to remain fucking professional. I do realise as well because obviously um, this podcast is now done in fucking increments. It is a longer one. For those of you expecting us to be doing your dad jokes immediately, it's not. This is a special two hour podcast because it's been so long since we've seen each other. It's been three months since we've seen each other, so we allowed ourselves. One extra hour, <laughs> because that's how much you missed, uh, and then we'll get back onto our regular scheduled so, thing. But so we'll, right, a little little recap: What have we done? I've I've been I've been betrothed to be wed. Yeah, um, I went to a s- sex hotel. Yeah, you didn't get too much into that. No, I can talk about it. It kind of kind of comes up in Muggle Corner later on, but we can talk about it now. Oh, but, can I just say on the set list? I, I don't, I, so I've been running for the podcast listeners I don't know I've been running set list for uh, the last three years so I haven't had a chance to do a set on it yeah. but Fred set it up so Mickey D would host it and then uh, Lindsay Webb would host it and then I would so set list is like improvised stand up you go on stage and there's a screen behind you and you're not allowed to do any of your own jokes they just give you a sort of topic title and you have to pre- do a set on that as if it's been your set for several years so, uh, so what was your, what I, was I had the set list topic over nurturing dominatrix <laughs> And I was like, do you want to come back to mine? I've got a sex swing. I'll push you on it. <laughs> um, I hadn't done it for years. I was like, uh, it's I, the only time I've ever seen. I was really nervous before I did it. Any comedian, regardless of how long they've been going, when they do set lists, uh, there is always just a little bit of nerves because you've got. As a comic, normally, uh, the reason I don't get nervous before I go on stage is because I know my jokes are good. I've done them enough times that. And that's not in an arrogant way. I've seen these. I've told these jokes a hundred times. Yeah. They've gone down well ninety eight of those times. Well, when you get the hang of a good joke as well, you know how to recover it if it starts going sour. So you know how to like. You've got the punchlines to fall back on. You, you know, know how to back. Like you know how to re- like repair it if you realise how you've set it up wrong. Of, of anyway, so we're set this. You just saw the fear of the unknown. But uh, I, w- I went in like over cocky. Like uh, Lindsay Webb came up with this before you. He's like, you went. Are you gonna smash it? And I was like, I mean, I'm here anyway. I might as well. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then he brought us on and had a great one. It's like, phew. <laughs> when I come up, I was like, I'm, I'm glad that went well because when I, when I was cocky at the beginning, I had no confidence. <laughs> I had the, the, uh, to do the Melbourne Gala last week, and uh, which is it's going out soon, the Oxfam one. I was told to do my gay penguin material on it. I've done it on Conan. I didn't want to do it, but I was advised by you know my behind-the-scenes people. They were like, you know, it's a good routine. It's Gay marriage isn't uh, legal in Australia. So it's a story, and it's a, it's a great joke. When's someone going to explain to Australians that all marriage is gay? It's so gay. <laughs> Like yeah, that's the thing. All marriage is gay, like, and that's not homophobic. I just mean in the sense that, look, yeah, what you want to invite all your friends around? You want to invite your girlfriend's dad around you to really, watch you kiss her? You really want to really, <laughs> grow up? You want to really plan it? Oh. You want to put so much effort in? Everyone dresses nice and smells good. Uh, everyone comes in. Uh, I just want all my friends to come around uh, and just so they can listen to me tell the person I love how much I love them. All marriage is gay. Which is why it should be illegal across the board. Uh, so I was, doing that f- I was telling you in the elevator as well about uh, about Natalie saying no as a joke about how I'm going to long play that, and then when the when they go, you may kiss the bride. Uh, nah. So when the the gala is great, but it's like a three hour fucking record, and I'm on dead last. Like I'm headlining the gala, which is not what it is, but I am. Like, it's just, they put you in an order, everyone does four minutes each, but I was on last, therefore, I headlined the gala. So everyone else can suck a dick, I headlined the fucking gala. Subordinates. Yeah. All my support acts were great, but by that time, the audience is very fucking tired. Uh, But what's worse is I go on and I do the joke, and it goes great, the audience were great, and I was great, but there were 20 comics on that bill. Nine of them had done stuff, obviously mentioned in... Gay marriage now is illegal in this country, which is great. And but by the time to do material about it, yeah, so but by the time I go on, I'm like, isn't it weird that gay marriage isn't legal? The audience is just at that point. It's like, we know, we get it. What a surprise! A liberal comedian. No, oh, yeah. At that point, I think the best thing I could have come on and been like, look, do we trust them to get married? <laughs> Are we not worried because people always say the thing about gay marriage is it is it. The, the way the bigots argue it is it'll ruin marriage uh, for everyone else. And you know what? I'm inclined to agree because I've been to a gay wedding and it's way better than the straight ones I've been to. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Reese and Cameron's engagement party. They can't get married. So I had to go, they could only have like an engagement party. And that was better. Oh, maybe not better than Nick Cody's one. But like better than a lot of weddings I've so, been to. So shout out Nick Cody who done the Conor McGregor Billy walk. Conor McGregor billionaire way. walk down the aisle. He sent us a video of that it was like fucking what a dude. Oh, loved it. Um, so for those who've not listened to the podcast before, oh no, I was going to tell the sex, sex dungeon, dungeon. Yeah. So obviously you won't remember this because you've been in a relationship for seven years. But there's a thing called regular sex with other people uh, where you can just have fun. Like we all agree, sex is fun, and you've decided it's only good with one person, which is a weird concept today but well done I mean I've suggested other people too but yeah whereas I like having sex with she just wants other dudes <laughs> selfish <laughs> oh gay greedy <laughs> greedy guts <laughs> her pussy's bigger than her belly <laughs> <laughs> which is surprising because all this funk she's been swallowing Oh, I mean, if this is the only podcast <laughs> your your that, in-laws listen to... Natalie, are, stay engaged to me. Please. <laughs> All right, Natalie, please stay engaged to him. I don't want him back. I've been with him for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> only like him in small doses, which is, I guess, why you fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> and about that dose, you might want some antibiotics. <laughs> um, 
So there's a girl I met. She'll remain nameless, even though she won't mind. Like I've, she listens to the podcast. I know she listens to the podcast. She's fine. We're just uh, friends with. Hi, Barbara. <laughs> oh man, can you imagine saying another name, Barbara, during sex? Oh. There's, there's some names that you can't. Oh, Barbara. Oh, oh yeah, Barbara. Can you imagine like being a chicken fucking a guy called Daza? <laughs> <laughs> oh, give it to me, Daz. <laughs> Take off your bar, bar, bra. Bra, 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 bar, bar, bra, man. Take off your bar, 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 bra, man. Take off your bra, bar, bar, bra, man. This podcast is such a It's of shit. We shouldn't have went to lunch. We should So, I'm look, here's my opinion on sex. God, it's good. Happy to be there. No matter how many times I had sex, always still thrilled. I think it's the best thing in the world. So, I'm, I'm always grateful. Oh, so thankful. It's like, oh, you could be doing this for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky old me. Um, so I've never really had to, like, I've got stuff that I'm, like, into, but then, my, like, if you're into anything, as long as it's not, like, too weird, I'll, like, I'll give it a go. Like, if you're into something, I'll, you know, I'll give it a bash. If you like getting bashed, I'll give you a bash. Um... And this girl I hooked up with, she was into like the, you know, the 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 sub dom thing, which I didn't understand what that was. Sub is submissive, dom is dominant, and it's like one of you is like dominant, one of you is submissive. And she was like, "What do you want to be?" And I was like, oh, "I've never. I got tied to a bed once, and I nearly kicked the girl in the jaw because it was. The, I was just. I've got serious trust issues." Yeah, you didn't like it. <laughs> no, like, and it wasn't by anything big. I was just, if I get tied to a bed, I'm like, I will. Like, I've got stuff in my house, you're going to rob me. I don't think I'd be comfortable doing the battering. Like, well, you know, you know, you'll punch him. No, you know, but you're like nipping in that bait. <laughs> nipping. I Chinese bend that. <laughs> I give him a wedgie. I mean, Chinese bend is on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I gave her a wet willy and then she gave me one. <laughs> <laughs> say, uncle. Say, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so. So there's you can get there's like, I would, would be constantly asking if they're alright. Oh, that, so that's I've always been bad at it. Like I've had girls that been, hand. Oh yeah, right. Though. I've had girls being like, "I want you to joke me." I'm like, "My mother raised me too well. Like I can't, I can't yeah. do it." Like and then they get pissed off when you get them in like a sleeper hold. Like apparently that's like got me Phil Nelson. Been doing jits. <laughs> um, but she wanted to go to this. It's like an Airbnb, but for like perverts. So it's basically just this an Airbnb. <laughs> And I had all the, 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 and we go in there and like already the second we walk in there, there is a level of like kink that we're not comfortable with. Like we're like, oh look, there's like a bit where you can, you know, tie you down. That'd be oh, good. That dildo's got a bayonet. <laughs> <laughs> that dildo's got another seven dildos attached to it. There was one point we walked in, there was a dildo on a... Oh no, it's a spider. <laughs> I forgot we're in Australia. <laughs> There was a, a a dildo on a pneumatic drill. You, well, like one of them with two handles. No, no, you're right. That is that's not what I meant. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, like what's the? I don't know what it is. It's just goes like a pump, pump oh, action, like a big one. Yeah, a big old one. And there was like ones where it was like clearly gas masks that you like fart into. So immediately, say we walk and we're like, Straight. yeah, like some people are into. Being farted like in oh, the some people smoke my farts. Just Natalie would die. I, I've got free chilies on me when I'm. <laughs> them. Like, if, if you fart in anyone's mouth, they're gonna have wet lips. Oh, I had a chronic investigation. 
Oh yeah, you got fisted. Irrigation. <laughs> <laughs> Clonic interrogation. <laughs> Singing like a canary. <laughs> Where's the watch, Cindy? For <laughs> oh yeah. So what, why? I just want to, to wash. <laughs> on the insides. I get washed on the outside all the time. Thirty-three years, I haven't washed my insides. Yeah, but that's what your insides do stink. naturally. No, yeah, the, yeah. the opposite. Fills it with shit. Yeah, but then pushes <laughs> out naturally. So what do they do? Put holes up your bum. Well, you do it yourself. What? So when did you go into the shop? Well, I was in the shop. Was just a dude gone. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined his kid's birthday. <laughs> but that's what you... Your arsehole was like a dog snapping at a sprinkler. <laughs> I remember. I was, still, I was still out from the night before. <laughs> I came out on the fence. He was like, here's the clown. <laughs> Next thing you know, there's kids crying. <laughs> there's a hosepipe band in the neighbourhood. <laughs> hosepipe band means I'm not like there. Um, so... so I went, wait, I went in. So this is like a, a new age one. Like, uh, so, the so old, bollocks. The old one's like a fucking, uh, the woman stays with you the whole time and fucking, uh, I mean, could be a bloke. <laughs> Probably woman. <laughs> you know, I feel, I feel like it'd be a lot more comfortable about getting the clonic off, of, off of a bed. I know it's a, I, know I don't it, think at any point, I don't think gender I know equality's, uh, equality's in there, but there's some jobs where you just think, I'd much rather have a bed. Stay that. <laughs> I just want a bit of bedside manner. Yeah. I want some fucking dude just... <laughs> I also think that applies to women. Like, I don't think it's like normally be like, and women probably want a man to. And you're like, nah, you probably don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, you definitely don't want a guy. Like, if a, if a woman mechanic come to sort my car out, mm. I'd be like, oh, she clearly knows what she's doing. Oh yeah, because to, 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 to get where she is in that business, yeah, the same she as, must be the fucking best. The same as if there's a doorman that's like five foot six, you're just like, he's hard as fuck. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's been against the odds yeah. to get that job. So, but yeah, like if, uh, in that situation where yeah. you need a little bit of bedside Any white on, Olympian. Woman touch. <laughs> yeah, white man, 100 metres, you're like, you have went the extra Whoa, mile. Wow, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, you were probably on steads, actually. <laughs> Um, also, if you went the extra mile during 100 metres, you missed the point. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets to the 9.6 seconds and he's still going. <laughs> Greg! <laughs> Greg! Where are you going? <laughs> he's so called Greg. Uh, we need that part of the course for uh, the, the triple jumps. That, oh, this is fucking great. I mean, you won, but you spoiled the triple jump. <laughs> <laughs> so, Clonic. So, you go in, right? Basically, the way she put it was. Um, Up your bum. <laughs> Sideways. <laughs> she said, it's like a toilet for. Um, it's like a five star toilet. It's like, that's fucking not. It's like a toilet for like a pro. Like if you could design a toilet to be the best possible toilet, it's this. Right. So it's so, just water on your bum. So it's, it's like a throne. Right. Right. And it's got like this toilet seat, but you're like kind of sitting in an incline. You're not like lying on your back, and you're not sitting up straight. Right. But you're sitting incline, and then there's like it's a like po- how far an airplane chair goes back. A bit further. Oh, thanks for the noise. A little like if, if you were allowed to reclaim it while it was taken off. <laughs> But they don't let you do that. No, sorry. One or the other. Mm. Right? So you can recline it while it's taken off. It's about that, right? That recline. And um, you, you you put it up yourself. You put this little pipe and it's, it's tiny. It's right. little, but, it goes finger. Up, but it goes up your... Up your keister. <laughs> up your keister, me too. So she's like, you got to put that up your bum. And I'm like, is that it? <laughs> Why am I spending all this money? <laughs> up 
Can you not cut anything bigger, please? <laughs> you know, like, put a if, I, if I cough, this is going to fall out. <laughs> put a funnel on it. <laughs> you have the white end in my arsehole. You know, one of them pumping ones from the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> so you claim on, and then uh, she turns the gas on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the water. It's like gravity fed. It's not a pump. Right. It's gravity fed. And um, so it up your butt, right? And, and it, it's it, just water. The water's flowing gravity flow, so it's not much at all. It's just like a kind of slow trickle, and it fills you up. And then you get this urge to <laughs> spew out your bum. Oh, p- poo! This <laughs> for any doctors bum. listening. <laughs> bum, bum spew. But you're there, and you're like you're a little bit like, oh, should I let go? Should I not? Should I keep so on you're, oh. you're, you're, you're like beer. You're beer bonging. Yeah, bonging your ass, your right? And then your ass just spews like proper whiteies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything comes out there, all the poo. The first, like, wa- you know, the first wedding ring you bought, Natalie, that you lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a condom full of baggy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to smuggle back. You've only allowed 50 cigarettes in Australia. <laughs> Just smuggle an extra two packs. Oh, well, there's two packs. <laughs> so, so uh, what's weird is like, so it pumps the water up your ass, but the shit comes out around it. How's that weird? I don't know. I thought it would be like one tube in, one tube out. Well, with the two tubes in, I thought no, there's one, one tube, tube in. Right, so how logically could the shit go in there if one's going up your arse? The rest, like, because it goes around the tube, you like shit around it. Yeah, because that's up. Yeah, I just thought like it block. I thought it would block the shit from coming out. I thought it was just going to fill us up, but like, oh, it's going to come up my eyes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you just start like shitting it out, and you can like you can kind of clench on and keep it for a bit, but you start feeling a bit full, and you have to like oh. And you just feel bloated. It's, weird. it's weird, you feel a bit bloated and you can like push your tummy and that. And then you just lie there for about 45 minutes to an hour. 45 minutes? You just lie there, just get your insides, just washed out. And um, you can't... So wait, are you just like shitting down like all your crack and it, it's like... It's into a toilet. So you're like, you're kind of lower right. into a reclaimed toilet so it doesn't go anywhere. So you just shit for 45 minutes? like a little blanket over your knees and you put like a little um, little <laughs> bean bag on your tummy, a little heated bean bag, one of the microwave bean bags. You get an epidural, do you? Yeah, uh, she, she strokes your brow and asks how you feel. <laughs> Then she leaves the room, she puts some fucking candles on, and then he took the candle out, actually, it would have been a fucking nightmare if I said fight the joint. I did, because I would be trying to be water. I mean, because and you, were the, you would be the only thing that could put it out. <laughs> just fucking <laughs> fire and water out of my ass, the candle. Um, so you can look down uh, on the floor, there's the paper, and you can have a look. It's up to you. So I guess it's not everyone's cup of tea. Like, to have a, have a look. Well, but you obviously did. Oh, fuck, man, I was taking videos. <laughs> Snapchatting it to me, mum. <laughs> I'm just watching out the fucking float. Let's go. Bits of Lego, five pence piece. There's <laughs> a knife. <laughs> oh, I was wondering where my shoelace went. Your pacemaker. <laughs> oh, no, it's gone too deep. I'll be long. Oh, my tooth. <laughs> my, mouth, my mouth's bleeding. <laughs> my mouth's bleeding. I such a tooth float by in the pipe. <laughs> a rabbit's foot. <laughs> the rest of the rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> so right. So 
fucking 20 minutes going by right now watching all these actually look like rabbit dottles this is like little dottles of poo what do you mean dottles dottle like a little rabbit dottle like a little bean bean poo oh, a little like coffee a, bean right a little rabbit poo who calls them dottles <laughs> this nigga <laughs> <laughs> leaving it in <laughs> 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 so I'm watching, so I'm watching by, and then it just starts going clear and clear and clear, and I'm just like watching clear water, and I'm just like, oh, that's the end of that. Just what, like all I'm doing now is just like flushing water through us, but like it's not even dirty water. How far up is this? It's normal. I'm like, in, I don't know. How, uh, it's like three centimeters or something. Not even much. Yeah, but how far is the water going up? Like all the way. It's just like trickling up. So like uh, your intestines, what, like a foot long or something? Six inches. I, thought you, I thought your intestines were like a mile long, isn't that the... Is it, uh, it's not your intestine though, is it? What did I just say there? Colon, you're talking colon, about colon, yeah, colon. Um, So I was just like, oh, so I'm done then. And thought I was just wasting time for 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden I started like feeling a bit of a rumble. And then fucking this portal from hell just opened and all these demons started flooding through the tube. <laughs> and I'm just watching fucking Beelzebub just fucking swimming around. <laughs> a couple of ring wraiths. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Saruman <laughs> like, oh fuck uh, oops dark matter <laughs> and, uh, and that's when I felt like I'd get my money's worth because I was like I've been carrying that round that black that black fucking mist but it's not meant to be in, like I, I'm, I'll have to ask my dad but I really feel like colonoscopies are pseudoscience well they call it hydrotherapy it really hydrates you apparently well that's the thing if they ever na- if they ever that. name something very Sciencey, chances are it's not fucking sciencey. Yeah. But um, you know what? I didn't feel too different after it. I didn't feel um, better or worse. It took us three days before I had a poo and well, really? didn't tell us that was going to be a meteor. <laughs> <laughs> Came out sideways. <laughs> like, this, this guy's got artillery. <laughs> Bring your best men. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, they come to war. Um, so I three days, three days. Well, got to the joint. Oh, I've never called the, t- the joint before. <laughs> How long were you in there for? <laughs> Forty-five minutes. It was a stretch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was only two inches wide. It wasn't a stretch at all. But uh, that is. So I did a couple of little things. Mm-hmm. A couple of bits and bobs. I got me. Um, I got me kissed up, douched. <laughs> I got a manzillion. Brazilian? A what? Bro wax? Well, but no. Back sat and crack, except not with back, because Baldi in it. Aye. I got my ass crack waxed. How was it? The fucking most painful thing that's ever happened. Aye. I got tattoos, they were a piece of piss compared to getting a wax. Like, so is it. Sh- oh, I mean, that's not. So, right, they're putting the wax on, like. Cause did it, you do the. the, the there was no fucking about either, right? So, I, I went in with this massive fucking ginger bush, right? <laughs> Proper undergrowth. Honestly, it was fucking fauna. <laughs> <laughs> it was a habitat, man. I went in, I had me fucking planning permission. Because <laughs> genuinely, right, I had this little concern, right, because I'd been away from my girlfriend for nine weeks or eight weeks because it was a week before I went on holiday. Uh, I thought, like, human contact would just make us fucking just get rock hard. Yeah. I was worried about getting a bone at you and me wax. Turns out that's not what I'm into. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out being fucking tortured. It's <laughs> not. It's like genuine torture. Oh, so you're not a sub. So just chatting away like, oh, what are you doing in Australia? Oh, you're a comedian. Tell us a joke. <laughs> like a fucking tough gig. <laughs> 
just chatting away, fucking, no, oh, this is going to sting a little bit. Just whack, right, and just fucking, my eyes just come out on stalks. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, a bit of bed, bedside manner. You don't take fucking hundreds of years of repression out on me. You don't take feminism out on me, I'm one dude. I'm actually doing my best. <laughs> Do my best for the cause. Trying to fight the good fight. I'm, I'm an ally. I'm on your side. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing here? <laughs> Solidarity. <laughs> um, so, just starts wrenching away. And uh, I got to a point where I realised, like, if um, the only way I could stop from being, like, really tortured is laughing. So every time she ripped the strip, I was like, <laughs> 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 I just felt the whole time laughing like a fucking evil genius. She must have come over as a proper psycho, like, I bet she was at that point being like, this fucking prick can't afford the brothel. It's ticklish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, because I, because you and I are both people that, well, pre this, I, we shave our buttholes. Yes. Each other's. Sometimes. Aye. Because I'm a big fan of... It's just how easy it is to wipe afterwards. I just That's why I went in to get it waxed, because I hate shaving it. Like, just one leg over your head. You don't want to be flying on the wall of my house when I'm shaving my asshole. Like, you don't want to be a fly on the wall of my soap. Flying on, fly on my soap. Fly on the wall on my soap. Uh, yeah, there's no graceful way to shave your arsehole. Like, you just got kind of got a squat... I definitely recommend it because someone was like, oh, every one of them hairs is going to come back and torture you with a vengeance. And like, nah, not as bad as How long does it last? It's still, still sure, it's pretty good now, can I say? <laughs> they give you some ingrow hair cream. Yeah, it's just coming back like that. That's like two weeks ago. I've oh. got my dick up, by the way, from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just showed him my crab ladder. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the, what's weird, right, is that she puts the wax on your... your Pubic bone region. Yeah, not your bones. Pubis. Mm. And uh, it's fine. The wax is hot. But just like a nice warm bath. Right? Puts it on your balls. It is like you've been fucking branded by a fucking iron. <laughs> I felt like cattle. Mm. <laughs> like the wax on your ball flesh mm. is a million times hotter than the temperature of the sun. Well, the, but that's, I was the, like, what are you doing there? Waxing is a forging a sword. <laughs> <laughs> it's obvious I was... Cause, uh, my dad always calls it the, the the monkey point, which is like, so um, I had a jacuzzi in my house growing up because my dad's mate was throwing out a jacuzzi and my dad was like, I'll wash it and build it, just free jacuzzi by my dad's logic. So installs this whole fucking free jacuzzi by himself. So when growing up, we had a jacuzzi in the fucking house and I always remember the earliest jokes I remember my dad telling me is it always the monkey point as a man is when you get into the jacuzzi and you go, legs... Ankles, like knees, thighs, and then just the like you sort of hold your balls up just so you get your bum in first, and there's just the. Hey, <laughs> uh, don't hit the joke. No. Two monkeys in the bath. Oh, yeah. Two monkeys in the bath, one monkey goes. <laughs> and the other one goes, we'll put some cold in. No. The other one is uh, uh, Bill and Ben in a jacuzzi, and uh, Bill says, flub dub dub dub, and Ben goes, is that you? <laughs> Uh, oh, no, I don't think I'd be willing to I've had my legs waxed And like only one bit of my legs waxed once Just as a fucking dare And that was pretty barbaric Yeah there was like a point where I was like I felt like I'd been in there a little while And I looked and there was still quite a lot to go and Just I met, coming out with the fucking hedge trimmers first Oh part of us just wanting to go And you know what just That's Carl it even <laughs> <laughs> You win so but, uh, I kept what, it going What was the crack it. like? The crack was a fucking breeze compared with the balls. <laughs> Is that because you were farting? 
That was on draft. Another crack was fine. See, that was just like done in and out. Bish, bosh, bosh, jump. Why'd she go in and out? Bob's That's not okay. <laughs> if she went in and out in your crack, I think you'll owe her more money. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a box I can crack with a happy ending. <laughs> About time I got some luck. I don't know whether I'm coming or going. Wait, I'm coming. I'm definitely coming. You're blowing hot, 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 hot. You're blowing hot, 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 and cold. So, alright, what did I get done? So you've come back to chase so, one. So I got, uh, I got, we asked douche. I got we wild waxed. Um, I was going to know how to put it in my cell, the, the douche thing. Because I got, I got the wax first. And when I had to put the thing in my cell, I was like, you're almost not going to wax. <laughs> Silly nurse. Don't know what you're missing. <laughs> Smooth as a baby's bum. <laughs> they must get it done too. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I got a, I got a tie with your candle. That's, uh, that's definitely pseudoscience bollocks. Well, I think so, but... It, Explain it, it, to the uh, listeners what a tie candle is. So I'll tell you the coincidence. It's like a if, candle with a small candle. <laughs> 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 a candle with a really small wick. So I got a tie, yeah, candle. Where they've got this, like, it's like a tube mm. with like a hollow candle on it. So when it burns, it draws the heat up. Mm-hmm. So it sucks like anything over yet. Yeah. yeah. So but it's it used, it's used sure. to dry. Um, so then they unroll it and show you like all the wax on the inside. So if it is a myth that it doesn't work, that means they must um, they must put some discolored no, wax no, in no, the what it is, thing. I could literally, I've got the book over there. I've just literally, there's a book called uh, Bad Science, and yeah. they talk about those candles, which is the way you do the test, is do that thing in your ear, but then also just put that candle on the table, light it, and the same colour comes The same colour at the bottom. Yeah, that's so did you pay for it? So I paid like 300 bucks. Is that like five or six? No, I mean... So, um, so I got it done because I went on a water on the pool and this has happened before and my ear pops but then doesn't unpop again. Mm. And then like I'm trying to like get in with the, the cotton bud and I know that's bad because you're like, pushing the wax down into your ear canal. But it's like bringing up quite a bit of wax. Mm. But then um, I went and got it done and she, they didn't just do the candle but like massage right around your ear and fucking get right in there and like do some <laughs> shit. And then they cleaned out with the cotton bud as well without pushing down. And uh, I walked away and I was like, oh, my ear's still, it's been like three days. Mm. And I'd been deaf in one ear. And then that night I was having a meal. And then all of a sudden it just kind of cleared. And I could hear the waves of the ocean. Hmm. Like that one on the shore. And it was just like a fucking breeze. It was just like, oh, that's amazing. Have you ever had, I've, had, I've had my ears professionally cleaned. Like when you have to fucking do the weird thing. You have to put the oil in your ear. And you have to lie there for like five minutes a day. Yeah. Both sides. And then she just sort of like scushes the water in it. And you got really bad earwax. And then honestly... I remember when she first did it the first day, she showed me the cup, and I was properly with the disc. I imagine 
the consistency and colour of what came out of my ears was the same as what came out in your fucking colonoscopy. Oh, really? Oh, it was horrific. Like, you don't realise how much is in there. But then on the way home... Coincidence to say what? (laughs) 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 She used a septic tank from my (laughs) gut. But I swear, God, like, afterwards, my hair was so... uh, Honestly, I could hear her thoughts. (laughs) Like, I've never had... I wish I had a better job. (laughs) (laughs) Who's this posh mug? Yeah, because I, I wanted to get that because um, I've I've had like problems with that before. Well, yes, uh, I tried to get it done when I was in Adelaide, but they, I didn't reply to my emails. Took one look at my ears and went, "Got any lobes? <laughs> I've got no earlobes to the listeners. I don't know." Oh, which I've always told you about, and you've denied, but you genuinely do not. No, I've not denied. I've said it's evolution. It's not evolution. What's the, what's the point of the earlobes? Well, I couldn't get them pierced. <laughs> you really couldn't. You'd have to get the side of your face. I mean, you could get the side of your face pierced. Yeah. Look like fucking <laughs> Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Just two pegs out of the side. Um, so I got me, uh, I got my teeth skill and polished as well. Mm-hmm. You got the scales taken off them. <laughs> I got these scales. <laughs> what, what did the scale mean? I don't know. They just fucking spray it with something or buzz it with something. Mm. I never know what they're doing. I can't see. I try to look, but my eyes just thought <laughs> <laughs> to get a good gauge. Um, oh. So I had a full makeover. No. Went to the gym. Got, I mean, you really got, like, got like neck. you offered a proposal. Like, how little self confidence do you have that you were like, I need to become an entirely different person? Well, it's like, uh, it's like what I said to my dad. I don't want to give her what she accept. I want to give her what she deserves. Mm. This is the way you invited me. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I couldn't come, Natalie. Baby, miss you. So, <laughs> so I don't know. I just, uh, I wanted to make myself totally no proof. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what it was. And uh, it was literally a conversation I had with uh, Milo McCabe when he says, why didn't you propose? And I was like, because I feel like I'm in bad condition and financially and physically. Hmm. So I just wanted to get in good condition. Hmm. I think it's a... I think Did it's Milo a, check your I chakra? Think it, I think it's a... <laughs> he put it on his vision board and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was something I read... Uh, I can't wait. Like, when we inevitably, and we will absolutely, whenever he's available and nearby, we'll have Milo on the podcast. Because he has got a lot of defending himself to do. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? He really does. All his hocus-pocus bullshit. Oh. So, talking about... Um, so I, was, I was telling you, I was reading a bit about the Romans. <laughs> you, you're already a little bit gender up on the Romans. And, uh, oh, it's such a good book, right? It's such, like, fucking pirates and war and fucking... What's the uh, book? Uh, it's Ven... Ven-, Ven-, Ven- so it's all just like fucking some real Venny, game, Vici, Venny. game of came shit. Came. <laughs> came, I came. No. Do you reckon that's what they shouted out during the day? Like you know when a girl starts like it's still blowing you after you've come and you're just like oh Venny, 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 <laughs> Vici, what's it? Venny, I, saw. I came. Venny's, I came. Um, so. The, right, it's all fucking great and pirates and war and everything's gladiators. It's so fascinating. And then the 400s, Christianity, Christianity. <laughs> but uh, Constantine won a lot of his battles and he would pray to the Christian god. So everyone just assumed because he was winning that the gods favoured him. Right. And it's like, that's how Christianity got reinforced is because Constantine was winning. Now, what if, what if like, Usain Bolt, like, prayed to Aslan and then won all of his races and got a new world record every time he ran? And he was like, oh, well, Narnia must be real. Yeah, I've got to. It's got to be fully believable. <laughs> and then they start doing tax relief on Christians in Rome. And I'm just like, oh, of course, people are going to subscribe to it. If they said to me, if you believe in Narnia, there's going to be a tax relief... 
I would be on fucking my hands and knees praying to Prince Caspian every fucking day. <laughs> I'm just every day. Oh, you get two weeks off at the same time as all of your friends around about Christmas. No. Like, oh, that's my religion. Yeah. <laughs> Sold. I'll, I'll hail the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. I'd have a wardrobe every, in every room. Man, every time I pray, I face the wardrobe. <laughs> I come out of the wardrobe. <laughs> right. Shall we go on to the game that we've not played together for ages? Muggle watch. No, kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said we hadn't played for ages. What do you think the lunch break was? Uh, so for those first-time listeners, you've picked a good one to... In fact, if you're a long-time listener and you need to get your friends onto this podcast, this is arguably a good one to get them onto. This is as, you know, catching up. We've not seen each other in a couple of months. If they take that getting back together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm Tips Robbie. On Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. No, I just mean to fuck him. <laughs> oh man, I didn't mean Robbie. <laughs> Mugglecorn is a game we play. Uh, basically, Muggle is a term, obviously, from the Harry Potter world to describe non-magic people. But it's a term that we've adopted to describe also non-magic people. Yeah. Uh, so if you watched uh, the Fantastic Beasts of Moriarty, what's it called? <laughs> the Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. And where to find them? We are no magic. No magic. Uh, and it's basically, well, look, we're all guilty of muggle things, but muggles are people who are just very simple and plain. They're not bad people, they're not evil, there's no maliciousness to them, but there's also no creativity or individuality to them. It's slipping, like it's slipping into talent. the systems that are in place that everyone can survive on and everyone can live on, mm. but everyone is going to be born. Yeah. Also, just before we do get into the first uh, muggle court, so sorry. Every week we uh, nominate three things that we think belong in Muggle Corner. If you are guilty of any of these Muggle things, it does not make you a Muggle, but you just have to admit that you are guilty of these Muggle habits. And if you are guilty of them, acknowledge it and then go stand in the corner for 30 seconds. It doesn't mean you're a full-time Muggle, but it does mean uh, you are a bit of a Muggle. Just before we do go into this, I just want to do one shout-out. Uh, I was telling you earlier when I was out in New York doing the gigs out there, which were fucking great, thanks to everyone that came. Uh, I never realised how far this podcast reaches. Like, I always think it's like, I know we've got Australian listeners and I know we've got Scottish oh, yes. listeners. Th- thanks to the people in Perth and Adelaide that come to my show off this podcast. Blows my mind! I walked into these festivals with no promotion, no, no publicity, no yeah. anything, right? And I was like, God, I've got no idea where people are going to come from to come to this show. And I've done a few gigs about town, walking around gigs and give out flyers to get yeah. people in from them. But the amount of people that come up after the gig that listen to the podcast it's, it's, I have no idea it's, it's, it's the, so yeah if you do come to our shows do tell us because for us it's, we love doing this podcast anyway but to know how far it travels really does blow our mind because he's such a, such silent listeners as well he's enjoying it but we don't realise yeah, like yeah we're just put, releasing it into the void yeah. we know we get about 1500 an episode which we're very good but we only hear from about 7 ever online and I want to say a massive thank you to everybody that's went on my website and bought my show yeah. thank Thank you, thank you very much. And for me, I just want to give a big shout out to the two Jonathans who, uh, when I was in New York, this uh, lovely gay couple who are both called Jonathan, which obviously is something I'd never considered because I'm heterosexual. That's one of the dangers of like being gay is that you could like fall in love with someone who's got your own name. So you can just be narcissistic while you're fucking someone shouting no, out your own name. Narcissus is that the gladiator who killed Commodus? <laughs> no. It Narciss- is. No, Narcissus was a Greek uh, demigod uh, who fell in who was he pissed off the gods 
and his punishment was that he was going to fall in love with the next person he saw and then he went to wash his face by the river saw his own reflection and then the river fell in love with himself and uh, starved to death there oh well that's the that's name where narcissus that's also comes from narcissus is also the uh, gladiator that killed Com- uh, um, well that's it will have come from Greek mythology originally yeah I mean the, uh, the, the, the two, two, two Jonathan- the two culture the two Jonathans came to the show in New York and I was genuinely not expecting uh, anyone in New York to have heard of the fucking podcast, let alone understand your accent. That's what I was talking to them. I was like, you're f- proper New Yorkers and you understand Kai's accent. They're like, yeah, like 90% of the time. <laughs> not the Amsterdam. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then therefore not this one. But just a big shout out to the two Jonathans. Uh, thank you for coming. Another thing about uh, that you don't consider about being homosexual is that you could end up with someone that looks a bit like you. Like uh, our friend Craig. Craig Hill. Specifically goes for people that look like him. Because he's like, well, why wouldn't I? Because if I didn't find that attractive, I wouldn't look that way. I, oh. wouldn't, I wouldn't dress and do yeah, my hair. He dresses the way he finds attractive, and that's obviously what finds attractive. So he finds, you know, bald kilt wearing <laughs> Ned's attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so my first suggestion for Muggle Corner, and this is going to put you in there, Muggles sing happy birthday in restaurants, like in public places. Oh, I done that the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah, um, it was Dan Willis's birthday, and he's the guy who brought us out to Australia and uh, runs the gigs, yeah. and it's his birthday, and we, we bought him some nice little gifts and wrapped them up, and had, okay. he went to bed before us, and we put them wrapped up on the mantelpiece. Oh, God. Oh, how happy would he be when he got up? Babe, I'm fully into birthdays, and again, I have sung happy birthday in public to people, I've organised it for people, I love organising people's birthdays, and I also am that level of vein that I love when people sing it to me in public, so I'm fully in the corner for this, but there is just something about... Forcing your celebration on every other person. Strangers. So we've done it in the gig, right? And this is this is such a funny Dan trait, right? So Dan has got this like unflappable when sometimes he should be flapped approach to hosting. So he'll be telling a story and something could happen big in the room and he'll just smash over it and carry on saying what he's going to say right and we uh, me and Kerry have always laughed at that that he's just not acknowledged something and just ploughed through to get it like finish his story or get the point across. he's like that in conversation too yeah. um, and then he's always wanting to get to the point yeah so there's times when like we've been cracking jokes and instead of like joining in on the jokes and coming back to the point he'll wait until you wait Wait until we finish laughing and then carry on. And he's like, it's stoic resilience to any deviation. To be fair, that is the way we should do this podcast because the amount of starts and then non finishes we have. Do it. I feel like we bookmark it well, but maybe I've. Just no, no, I think we do it quite well, but I know it pisses off my mother on any podcast I'm on because anytime I do this podcast or the uh, full fault with Will Anderson, yeah. we go off in a thousand different veins in a different directions. And my mum got to remember the back. She's like, you didn't finish any of the stories. I'm like, yeah, but we laughed the whole time. Isn't that what you want? Uh, there, I was listening to Chris Martin and Carl Donnelly's podcast with Nick Cody. And, uh, we'd done a live one, but something to do with the sound quality. And there was a heckler in the room. And because it was live, it was a bit dodgy, so they didn't put it up. But uh, Chris Martin went, oh, and Kai told this great joke. It was like about the thing. And then they ended up segueing away from it and never got back to the joke. <laughs> but I couldn't remember what the joke was. I was like, what was my joke? <laughs> what was the line I said? So to see if that happening. Dan Willis is on stage. This is how we get back to a point. Yeah. Dan Willis is on stage, and we we'll wait for him to finish a bit, right, before we go on with the cake with the candles lit, right? But uh, he immediately segues into another bit as we're coming on. So we kind of interrupt the very start, but he hasn't got enough of it going. Sing happy birthday to him. We've got this fucking nice cake, and everyone joins in. Everyone gets what's happening and enjoys it, right? And then we'll walk off the other side of the stage, and we just hear Dan just go, 
Blah, straight back into the pool. <laughs> and we're like, no. No, he didn't. I did the same thing. As with, if it never even happened. I did the same thing with Cody in, uh, in uh, Auckland last year. We were out in Auckland together for the next birthday. And we got maggot drunk during the day. For those non-Australian listeners, maggot is the Australian term for like utterly blitz drunk, trolleyed. We went out to a uh, lovely restaurant. We went like to a vineyard, and me and Cody are fucking shit faced. I do my gig, and it's still a great gig because, as you know, when you walk on stage, something in you as a comic just kicks in, and you just go professional, and you get through it. Hopefully, it happens tonight. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> And I go downstairs for Cody's gig after mine, and I bring four shots downstairs, and I just wait like a good comedian until he's finished a joke. And then just at the back, I go, happy birthday to you. And I walk on stage with four shots, and he's like, oh, guys, it's my birthday. I make the audience sing the song. He's like, so nice that Sloss brought two shots for each of us. And I was like, nah, I can't. They're all for you. <laughs> They're all for you. I just made him do four shots and then didn't even watch the rest of the gig. Just went back up to the bar. You didn't even watch how it affected him. <laughs> no. You're like, yeah, just walking away, explosions in the background. Right. He came off stage happy, but I don't know if it was valid. Yeah. But this thing, like, it is a genuinely lovely thing to do. Like, that, like, it's... And this, this is perfect. This is weird about when they're on stage, right? Because the thing about singing happy birthday is making it about them. But you know when someone's on stage? <laughs> it's already about them. I mean, that elevated, lit up, amplified, everyone's facing them. <laughs> what more do they need right now? Can you do that? The, audience, the audience should be grateful for the fact that I gave them a chance to talk for the first time. <laughs> um, I've got the drunk hiccups. Um, there is, I think this is a perfect example of what muggle corner is is is, there's nothing malicious about this thing it's not shitty it comes from a fucking good place but you're only aware of it when you're not in the muggle circle you know when you're sat there and you're just there with mates and then these table of muggles behind you start fucking singing it and you're like why do i care about this why do i care about this random fucking stranger so it's 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 not spiteful or mean but it is just muggly that's all it is yes Agreed? I think that's in. And you're in the corner for 30 seconds because you have not only sung Happy Birthday publicly, you've sung Happy Birthday to me publicly when it's not my fucking birthday. (laughs) When we were out in Vegas. Oh, one of your own. They they come on, we're like, like it was. We were out. out, out, Yeah, also, Brett Vincent, who I know listens to this, get in the fucking corner, you bag of shit. Yeah, but smirk while you're in there. Like, when, we, when we were out in Vegas, Brett, Kai, Martin, uh, and uh, Barry. Baza Castanaza. Baza Castanaza. We got to get him on the podcast soon. Uh, all told everyone <laughs> there was. Oh, by the way, I tell you, <laughs> Natalie, I want to do this in the podcast. You need to say that sentence again because they definitely <laughs> don't understand it. <laughs> Natalie, when I, when I do my speech at the window, I want to go, first off, I want to point out the elephant in the room. Barry, thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> I just got right to the podcast and I don't know Barry, is, Barry Casanova who, who's just run a half marathon in like some two hours Barry is a very very it's, healthy man an absolute machine when it comes to drinking one of the funniest people in the fun but he's, he's like quite robust he's just a fucking stocky dude but he's, he's like, like he'd be stocky if he was in a prison out walk out yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> but he's the size of it's it's not fat it's like he's like a rugby player type build yeah. like it's just there's 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 a bit of flab in the same way that I've got a bit. He's just robust. He's just robust. He's a robust dude. But because he's the most robust in our little group, that means he's the fat one. <laughs> oh, man. And, like, we are so bad. <laughs> because the reason it's funny is obviously, like, it, to bully him about being... We're not bullying him about being fat. We're bullying the fact that... It's funny because he's not... 
and we're just attributing this attribute to him that's not true in any oh, way. This is something I want uh, I want to bring up actually about uh, body shaming and stuff. Um, since I've started getting into good shape, I have been victim of way more body shaming than I've ever been in for being out of shape. Yeah. Like people will just like make flippant remarks that like like I've been called skinny about four times. And uh, every time I'm like, I'm walking around at welterweight, I'm bench pressing 36 kilos. Like, uh, skinny is also body shaming. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's such a negative way of doing it. It's like, you're skinny. I'm like, I ain't skinny. Mm. But it's like, what's funny about the body shaming here is them projecting their own insecurities. They see me in good shape, so they feel the need to put me down. That's what body shaming is. They don't like the fact that you're confident in the way you look. That's what all body shaming is. It's like, see if you see someone who is. and I think the correct term to use is fat instead of overweight because overweight suggests there's a better there's a weight to th- be yeah. or whatever. So I think fat is the correct term to use, which is very weird because, you know, it's the one. It's um, If you're body shaming, you don't like the fact that that fat person is confident, confident. and happy and whatnot. And that's you're trying to bring them down a peg or two. Yeah, which so is I, feel, I feel like I've had a, cu- a couple of people... I've just been minding my own business as well, but I feel like a couple of people are trying to bring us down a peg or two with the skinny shit. I, like, uh, I was like, I'm bench press your husband. Fucking <laughs> can't be no, skinny. Get him to stop fucking me, otherwise I'll <laughs> push him off me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like... I, I am not ashamed. Shame away. No. Can't shame this. Right, what's your first one? Uh, so this one is uh, I'm exempting a lot of people here because um, there's, there's, there's a huge caveat to this one it's the, it's the comedians only there's some mugglery within our ranks oh by the way we'll only do two each because even though it's, it's a tour podcast we're still overrunning yeah if, uh, if there's any comedians listening which then, which would be weird because they're not on it Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <no>, jelly <laughs> but uh Comedians who aren't famous changing their Facebook names. Oh my lord! What the fuck are they doing? Oh, uh, like who the fuck? So, so, so for those, yeah, to explain to the non-coms. So what happens, right? Is you'll get a comedian like say Chris Ramsey who has had a bunch of fucking TV spots. All of a sudden, he's getting added off everyone and the fucking granny. Yeah. So, so what he changes do, his name is he, to Chris Rams K R I S R A M S. So people can't find him. <laughs> so you're down as Daniel Jamie hyphen sloss yes you put in your middle name just because you've done McIntyre's Roadshow everyone's trying to add you you create one so that you can and just I st- keep and I still get found regularly I just I don't no. I'll, I'll read the messages but I'll just not accept the friend requests and that's it that's because so I've, I hit the fucking 5,000 mark which is as many friends as you can get it's mm. kind of like ruined my Facebook a little bit that but it's my choice to click accept on the friend request it's these people, yeah, it's you get... And as well, if you don't click accept, the follow you anyway. So, like, if you, want, if you want followers, you can click no so that your fucking news feed is just the people that you've accepted. Oh, really? So if you don't... Like, if you look at Joe Heenan, right? Like, so Joe Heenan has got, like, whatever, like, fucking 900 friends or 1,000 friends or something. But then his followers is, like, 10,000 because he's clearly been clicking reject anyone that he doesn't know Adam as a friend, but they still get to see the wind into his life. So he's done that instead of changing himself to jig- Jiggle Bops Heena Bops. <laughs> Like, like every comedian I know now, yeah, they just change their. Like, like Josh, Josh Pugh, who's a fucking great lad, like a uh, great comedian, fucking uh, on a on a fucking good trajectory, is on Facebook as Jay Puggle, and I'm like, you're not even at the point where people are googling you. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's, it's most like, because to, down, buddy. To tag them in photos <laughs> is impossible. To try and find them to send a message yeah. to them, you've got to fucking decode. Like, you so get a message of someone, one, you're like, Joe Lysett, Joe Lysett, 
um, great fucking comic. I tried to message him the other day, but he changed his name. And I, three hours. I was just like, how do I fucking find you? Yeah, I mean, Joe, Joe's got a valid excuse. He's agile famous. But then Joel Dahmer, who's arguably more famous, is still just, oh, no, he's not actually. No, think about it. Yeah, there's a certain. But man, there's so many, there's so many non-famous comedians that have jumped the gun. Yeah, that have totally jumped the gun and changed their name. You should make yours, Kai. And it's it's the blue tick of Facebook. It's the because you can get it, you can apply for a blue tick. Like I, I could have got a blue tick a while ago because I had a fucking good reason. There was a Kai Humphreys that was fucking uh, that was defending Adam Johnson on Twitter. Oh yeah, right. And the reason you're against that is not the fact that Adam Johnson's a rapist. It's the fact he's So, so fucking, uh, it, it was Rob Beckett that brought it to my attention because he said that uh, it was his brother or someone was just like, fucking Kai Humphreys is a dick. And apparently there was like this thing about me defending Adam Johnson. Oh, and God. then Rob Beckett had a look and was like, that's not Kai. No. So that would have been my like valid thing to, valid go thing to get a blue I, tick for because I want to be separated from the other guy. Of course, because he's, that, about, cause he's slandering me while I'm trying to be a public figure. Not only slandering you, but be like supporting a bag of shit. <laughs> like, he's not just bringing down your name. He's trying to promote the name of a fucking... He's promoting cunt. Ratchetary Stip. <laughs> so... Um, I've never had gone for the blue tick just because I I know comics this is such a bitchy episode I know comics any names that I've sent to throw under the bus have been friends oh no no everyone everyone we've done so far but when I say bitchy I'm being like the the next I'm about to say I'm specifically not going to mention names there are some comics who have like two or three thousand followers who are blue ticked I'm like I know what you have to do to apply for a blue tick, and I won't do it. I'm not emailing people. I'm filling that form in. No, I'm not doing anything. My, fa- uh, my fans... I'm going to spend a day set up a Wikipedia yeah. page. <laughs> like, I'm not Rich Massara. <laughs> uh, uh, Mugglepedia, get in there. Like, I'm, like, my fans on Twitter, it's fairly obvious who I am. I've got uh, 40-something thousand followers. I tweet very, like, not regularly, but, like, once a day. A lot of it's just shit I'm up to. Everyone knows it me. I don't need... I don't need the blue tick. My fans notice me. But you see someone who's on like 1500 and like, I apply for I'm like, oh, that's you know, purely narcissism. You it's know what we pure- should do? We should get the muggins and cream uh, oh, Twitter we should. that isn't us a blue tick. No, do just you know to what, devalue the blue tick. No, no, do you know what we should do, right? Just do what we always do and just mention it now and then wait until Rich Masara does it. <laughs> I'll get Rich Masara to get the blue tick. Oh, no, the we don't even cream. have to ask him to now that we've just mentioned it. Yeah. Like anything we mention that we either hate or love, Rich Masada just goes and gets it done uh, like King Muggle he is. You know what I would love, right? And I, would, I wouldn't expect Rich to do this because it's a it's a stretch, but there's somebody probably out there that's got some office hours where they've got time to kill and they've got their uh, capabilities. <laughs> but I'd love an animation. Like, you know, Bert Kreischer tells the story about being oh, a machine yeah. and they've done an animation of him on the train. If there was just one of our stories that was specifically good. Or if it, they just animate like the your dad jokes. Yeah, yeah. Just but, some form. And of whoever who does it, remember, Kai's got no earlobes. It's the one thing you need to remember. <laughs> just draw him with no ears, and then draw him not laughing at my jokes for two reasons: one, he's got no ears, and two, he never f- fucking listens and steamrolls over them anyway. And I'm going to not laugh at this bit now, so that if they make the country do this bit, Gene come back in. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be a very pseudo thing to do for them to animate us, asking people to animate us. It'd be very meta. Oh, right. So, yeah, no, I fully agree. And that is just to any of the comics listening. And to any of the comics listening, 
chances realistically if you're a comic listening to this you you're you're not a comic this bigger than us Ma- McIntyre's not listening to this it, it, um, it's just a, like there's a, there's a bit of fucking respect game in the industry I just think you lose a little bit of it when you mm. do that and well, it's because you're telling you're telling people you're famous or you're it's acting over, famous. It's, it's overreaching, and it's also it's, you're clearly trying to do this for some level. I've never done comedy for fame. I don't comedy because there's nothing that makes me happier than being on stage and making people laugh. Well, pussy, but drugs, okay, right, booze, right, some things, ex, some things, but like number twelve after you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, eleven. <laughs> um. Yeah, it just I think you're just setting yourself up and like you've clearly got a career path in your head that's inevitably not going to work out. <laughs> uh my second one and final uh, no, and we'll do your second one too. Uh is and again the, I am fully in the corner for this. We've discussed this type of thing before, but I'm a big fan of it. Muggles say send me a postcard when you trip. Uh and I have done it. I will do it again. Do, have we not put this on already? Or we just we've done, discuss, the, we haven't put it in Mobile Corner, but, no, we've, but we've discussed the type of thing, which is the the one we discussed before is that, like, me and Gareth talked about when you leave the house, I'll go, go do something, and you come back in because you forgot something. Muggles say, well, that was quick. Yeah. Right. I'll be back in two seconds. One, two, two. you're not back yet. Yeah. It's just one, and again, I am guilty of every single one of those fuckers. Like, I love those types of shit because yeah. for. It, it annoys people. And yeah, it makes uh, it I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but I'm going to jump in the shower. You should probably step ca- casually into it because you may fall if you jump. <laughs> I just hit the mic off my teeth. <laughs> Sorry to any listeners that just heard a massive click there. <laughs> no. That's what a wax does, sounds like. Uh, again, one of my fi- other favourite ones is um, How did you find the gig? Oh, how did you find the audience? I just walked out and there they were. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's just a very quick one. It's totally, look, it's, 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 it's hack stock and it's funny and I know why you do it and I will do it with you. And if you do it to me, I'll be pissed off at you. But if I do it to you, it's the funniest thing in the world. It's hypocritical, muggle, critical. Man, <laughs> muggle, critical. Man, uh, this one is, uh, I'm sure this one swallows you up and spits you right into the corner. You've, Muggles you've, have big penises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mugg- no. Muggles are the best lovers well, that I, Kai Humphreys, have ever had. Carry Natalie, Muggle. stay at the corner. <laughs> <laughs> what a Muggle. Kerry Box yeah, just come white at the room the other day and went, Muggles like big boobs. <laughs> Why have you not had Kerry on the podcast? I don't know, because fucking uh, Stanley was just seemed to be the mainstay. Oh. He, was, he was around, and he listens to it too, so he gets the yeah, podcast. But Kerry's like, coming in. Kerry's in Melbourne, isn't he? Yeah. Right. We will absolutely... Kerry Marks is... He was one my flatmate. He needed to be on it. And he, one of my... He kept, he kept just walking in and just hitting us with a dad joke or a muggle corn. I'm like... I, and as well, when we were getting high in the garden, we went on so many flights of fancy that were just like beyond... Yeah. To any listeners, we will, uh, I promise you in the next month of the book, if you d- don't know Katie Marks, he is one of the... And he's I just one of the naturalist, funniest comedians. And yeah, on stage and off stage, Katie Marks is just one of the best fucking comics of all time. Some people have got funny bones in comedy, 
and uh, uh, like you know why they're a comedian because they're so funny some uh, some people there Danny McLaughlin calls them African footballers where they've worked out how to be funny they turn up first to train and <laughs> last to leave and they've worked out how to be funny for that set amount of time that they're on stage yep. right and then I mean no disrespect to them they've fucking worked it out they crafted, yeah, yeah. but some people like and then some of those guys as funny as they are on stage and as much as they're making a fucking good living they're just uh, yeah it's a little bit like a fucking uh, off off frequency yeah in, in conversation uh, whereas Kerry Marks is just fucking so on the ball yeah. that living with him for two months has been so much fun we'll 100% get him on the podcast right throw me under the bus alright this is throwing you under the bus with my muggle corner it's like when people in their early 20s late teens mid 20s right agree to marry one of the f- friends of the opposite sex by the time they're 30 if they haven't met the right one <laughs> like what a muggle thing to wait, do wait, wait. what a I've got a defence for this. What a re- but we'll get to it. <laughs> what a writing off being thirty is. What a like uh, that, that when you're twenty and you just look at thirty and go, that looks like it sucks. If we haven't found anyone, then let's settle. Like when you reach the age of thirty and you find out it's awesome and yeah. you've dealt with all of your insecurities and they're packaged away and dealt with. Yeah. And you, you, you've just come to terms with life. You're usually in a better financial position. Yeah. You, but it's also and, and then all of a sudden you're just like, yeah, but I'm marrying me mate. <laughs> I fully agree because I had one of those when I was, as I was like a teenager as well. Like, but it is, I, I find it's what people do to someone that they're not willing to admit they fancied. Like when I did it when I was like 16, it was to a girl called Christy. I was like, if we're not married by the time we're 30, I fancy Christine. And I knew she wouldn't marry me now. So and you're just like, you're scratching. I'll, I'll wait. You're scratching five bar gates on your prison yeah, wall until the day yeah. 10, 30. She, hey, she said Jean. 40. I had, no, no, no. The thing with Jean, I would argue, is. Uh, Different. Our marriage is not. Our marriage is, is arguably inevitable. Like it's not. Like it's. It's not like. Look, if we can't find anyone by then, you should do it in Australia when gay marriage gets legalized. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, finally ruin gay ma- ruin marriage for gay people. Like because the fear is that gay marriage. Now ruins. all of a sudden you can marry a friend. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I think with with. Uh, I've, I, I'll, I'll accept the standing in the corner because I fully agree with this fucking thing. But my only stipulation is I would argue that Jean thinks every because we've not agreed, to, we've never agreed to get married. We've never said, oh, by the time we're thirty. But what it is is we get told by everyone that we will. Like we, we're we're just told yeah. by my mum, uh, her mum, fucking Natalie's just been like, but you and Jean, anyone that sees me and Jean together, is just like you will get married. And we're just so bored of the argument. We're like, yeah. Yeah, probably, but like at the time being, I'm enjoying, you know, being a slut, and she's enjoying being a nun. <laughs> <laughs> she's enjoying waiting, uh, <laughs> waiting for you to finish being a slut. Um, yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll definitely put that one in there. Because I think there's something like uh, that. Young people, when they're like, they're right off being thirty, and then when you reach the age of thirty and realise you're so much more stable. Well, no, for me, it's, it's, like it's, when it's, you watch your favourite comics, right? Who are like say in their forties now, like yeah. Bill Burr and Louis C.K. The the place they're in mentally compared to what they would have been like when they were twenty one, mm. like they're a better person now. Yeah. So why would you like write yourself off then? But I've never written it. I've never written it off. But it's for me, it's never been like oh, if we're not married by then, I'm just like we've got lives to lead, like. We've got. I'm living. I'm living a separate life. Jean's got a journey. She's got a fucking go on. But realistically, they'll clash at one point, and then, you know, I've been a lot to also getting someone else used to the oh. relationship that we have. Like, imagine going on a fucking date. Whenever I bring a girl back, like if I was to be in a serious relationship. Hi, this is Jean. 
I'm gonna, always going to love her more than I love you. When you're here, I'll probably also hang out with her more, mm-hmm. just because... She I'm probably going to sneak into her room to spoon yeah. when we're done. She knows me better than you do because we've been friends for eight years now. She knows all my insecurities. And also, after our date's done, the first person I tell about that is her. Yeah. <laughs> it's a difficult fucking scenario. Start texting her while you're lying in bed with her. <laughs> Sex was shit. <laughs> I've done that. I would love... I've, done, I've been in bed with, I've been in bed with uh, girls at one point and been like... Can you come through and pretend that your mother's had a health scare? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm bored. Oh. Stop making phone noises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like old school Nokia. <laughs> oh, sorry, this gene. You've got an iPhone 7. I, but I've just got like. <laughs> Uh, no, I'll fully agree with that one. So I would love it if, like, a nineteen-year-old was like, "Hey, if, if we reach age thirty, we haven't found the one that we love, would you totally get married?" I would love it if there's someone just rode in on a horse with a royal decree. Fit <laughs> 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 the fucking sign here, sign here, <laughs> and then just march them like fucking at spear point down the aisle <laughs> on that thirtieth birthday. <laughs> Can't fucking use that, at you daft cunt. <laughs> I'm trying to marry you, you daft cunt. <laughs> oh, right. Well, that perfectly... That's what, uh, that's what I said to Natalie. We met when uh, I was 29 and Natalie was 26. Mm. Went you, fucking, then. you fucking nonce. We should, we should get married. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking when, cradle when, robber. When the laws change. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my legacy's ruined. <laughs> Um, we might have to move to we might have to move to South America to make this legal. But the, the change the age of consent to twenty seven, then all of a sudden I'm a monster. <laughs> um, so the yeah, I should have said Natalie when she was twenty six. Mm. I'll get married. By, if we're still together when you're thirty one now. Old. Use goods. Well, I thought I might as well marry her now. Well, she looks good in the photos. <laughs> well, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now we're not like, engaged anymore. You, you, you want to be able to have someone to fucking wanked in the future. I really feel like a lot of the time in this podcast we might come across as horrific human beings and that's because because we say horrible things about Nat and we say horrible things about Gene. But I just need to make sure the listeners are very aware that you, you can't fathom the worst things we say to both of their faces. Well, what, what makes me laugh is like I worry about the picture that I'm painting of Natalie sometimes when I talk about it on the podcast, right? But then I'm thinking, well, if you imagine the picture I'm painting is... I'm getting away with saying this. Yeah. It makes her a legend. Yeah. People, yeah. people have heard Gene certainly on this podcast where we just fucking, you know, rail on her. Not sexually. But... We're not gross. <laughs> uh, right. So the two ones I've got in the corner there. So if you are guilty of any of these muggle corners, stand in the corner for 30 seconds. My ones are singing happy birthday in public I know why you do it I'll join you the next time you do it but why don't you join me in the corner and let's sing happy birthday together just stand in the corner for as long as it takes to sing happy birthday sing it to yourself you fucking muggle time it uh, recording yeah yeah so the memory card just ran out of space so we just paused it well we didn't pause it we stopped it and yep. the memory card and now we are just to reiterate the muggle corners is uh, singing happy birthday in uh, public which is the one you've just covered and, and your next I can't one my second one I've deleted it already oh your second one was oh they know it fuck them they know it yeah you know the 30 seconds in the corner and your two muggle corners were mine was agreeing to marry someone by the time you turned 30 yep and also comedians that aren't famous Let's change the name. 
Like if if I go up to some people in the street and say, "Hey, do you know such and such?" Adam and Rowe. they say, "Who?" <laughs> See, Admiral's not a person that's done it. Yeah, Admiral hasn't. Yeah, but like you know, yeah. if you walk up to someone in the street, because comedy is such an underground culture that if you go up and say, "Hey, do you know Kai Humphreys?" If you ask 10 people in the street, do you know Kai Humphreys? 10 of them are going to say who, right? Yeah. So I'm not going to change my name on yeah. Facebook. Uh, even if one of those persons was me. <laughs> <laughs> and the other nine were family. Yeah. <laughs> right, so, uh, so we're going on to our favourite game. Is uh, so, so what we've worked out from this podcast is the fans of this podcast, who we're always grateful for, their favourite bit is Muggle Corner. Like, they really do enjoy it. But our favorite bit is our next bit, which is your dad jokes. Whereas we just realized that your mom jokes are sexist, uncreative, just body shaming, age shaming, intellectual shaming. I guess some of your dad jokes are intellectual shaming. But uh, your dad is such a blanket, like, nonsense. Yeah. That it, it's way funnier than your mom jokes. Uh, Wait, God, stick to Kev. Your dad uses a cooking thermometer on everything he cooks. Rice is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> grain Each by grain. Grain by grain. <laughs> your, your dad dances like no one's watching because if pe- people were watching, he'd wear his own clothes instead of your mum's. <laughs> your dad says he's got blue balls, but that's just because he keeps punching himself in the dick <laughs> while watching Frozen. Black and blue balls. <laughs> your dad's mad at me because I haven't replied to any of his LinkedIn invitations. <laughs> Knock, knock. Who's that? Your dad. Your dad who? Your dad who tests old batteries on the dog's tongue. (laughs) (laughs) If you put a blanket over your dad's head, he goes docile. (laughs) But if you remove it, he starts making rooster noises. Uh... All I want for Christmas is you. That's my impression of your dad flipping through the phone book. (laughs) (laughs) Your dad threw a penny into a wishing well in which he hadn't wasted his last penny. (laughs) My nickname is Skittles because I'm constantly tasting the rainbow. Rainbow is the term I use for gay people. I can say that because I am one. So just Skittles is fine. Your dad giving his name at Starbucks. (laughs) (laughs) Your your dad has apple bottom jeans, boots with the furs, and nobody nobody looked at him. Nobody looked at him. (laughs) Not one person looked at him. Your dad thinks his star sign is the sun. <laughs> oh, it's my day, <laughs> Your dad gets nervous when he goes to the ice cream van in case the neighbours know what he's going to do with that cornetto when he gets behind closed doors. Your dad complained to Ofcom about this podcast when you used the N-word earlier. <laughs> I, d- I didn't get up to D. <laughs> you didn't? No, you bailed. I suggested it. You, you bailed, but I'll be honest with you, not a, you didn't bail... At a point that I was comfortable with. Just saying the N-word is nearly as bad as saying N. Yeah, yeah. No, what works. The N-word. Yeah. The N-word is is better than N. That's way worse. That's way worse because that suggests you no, were going to say half. Yeah. It's you not got, even half. You got, you got three quarters of the way through it and I'll be honest with you, like, I'll still let the podcast go out because I don't fucking say it. You <laughs> said the N-word though. The N-word, you said. You didn't say the N-word. You said 
The N word. The N word. <laughs> Your dad walks his plants and waters his dog. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad's sexual fetish is to be a sub, and I don't mean submissive, I mean submarine, because he's filled with sailors. (laughs) Dad wants to be on the bench. (laughs) Your dad shouts, ready, steady, go! Through the tiny cubicle wall to strangers. (laughs) Your dad chews soup. (laughs) Your dad just posted a Facebook status saying Some people need to mind their own business Two face skanks need to get a life <laughs> <laughs> Life spelled L-Y-F <laughs> <laughs> And your uncle just posted you okay hon <laughs> DM me <laughs> But DM means dominate. <laughs> Dismiss. <laughs> Dismiss me. Your dad's karaoke song is Kiss Kiss by Chris Brown. He doesn't sing it, he just leathers your mum. Just <laughs> <laughs> montage music. Your dad. Your dad just bent the bit on his uh, bit on his, his mouth behind his teeth by eating a slice of pizza. And now he's got a flap of skin that he can't stop poking with his tongue. <laughs> This sounds awful. Hope he's okay. <laughs> it's irritating. <laughs> uh, dolphins are the only animal that practice nasal sex, and your dad's devastated. <laughs> <laughs> fuck knows. <laughs> fuck, oh. fuck, fuck knows why. Um, Pluggy, plug, plug, plug. We're yeah. in Melbourne. We're in Melbourne. I'm, show. Do, I'm doing a show. show. Every day at the Taxi Riverside, it's just down by Acme. It's down by uh, it's at Federation Square, across from Flinders Street Station. If you were in Melbourne, it's at seven p.m. Every oh Jesus, burped halfway through that. That's awful. It's at seven p.m. every day. Six p.m. on Sundays. No shows on Mondays. Uh, please do Australia. To all the people that have come out to Brisbane and Canberra and Tasmania, it's been an art of fucking joy. So please do uh, keep coming to the show. And your show is when. Mine is at the Sub Club. It's 7 p.m. every day. Uh, the Sub Club is, I think it's near Flinders Street. It is. It's near Flinders Street. Um, go on to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival website, type in my name, Kai Humphries, and it brings up all of my show dates. Um, and, yes, I'm going to be there. Also, let us know, because we're here for a month. If there are enough people in Melbourne, and by enough people, I mean if we get 40 people that say they would want to see it, we could very well do a live podcast. We can get Chris or Cody on it. And we can get Cody on it. We could get Katie Marks on it. We could get Stanley on it. Uh, if you are... But that does have to be uh, demand sort of... Uh, not even demand-based, but just interest-based. Look, if it, we're not going to put it out and then start flying and try and get an audience of people that haven't listened to the podcast. Yeah. We want to put it out to people that listen to the podcast. Yeah, we want, we want you muggles coming to it. So yeah. if you are in Melbourne and that does sound like something you are interested in, we know it's very muggly to tweet us and say, oh, I'd be super interested but that is yeah, the only way raise your hand yeah raise your hands raise your little muggle hands uh, apart from that uh, and if you come to our gigs based off the podcast hang around let yeah, us know let us fucking know we'd genuinely love to know uh, apart from that thank you so much for listening one uh, last thing one last thing go to kaihumphreys.com forward slash shop buy my show how to be happy yeah. and uh, pay for Natalie's win but <laughs> <laughs> right. and uh, also go on my website uh, there's nothing to buy there but just 
Loads of pictures of me looking dead sexy. Ready to click these pictures. Right. Send them on a Robin email to your work stuff. <laughs> Just make them your Tinder profile so you can finally get laid, you fucking ugly chode. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, and we'll see you. I guess we'll have to do another one at some point this week before Monday. Yeah. We, we do owe the fans an apology. We're gonna, we'll do two a week. We'll turn back. All right, we'll go, we'll, we're back to normal, cunts. See you soon. Miss you already.